Dear Mother, The Wayward Watch are being touted as heroes of Terabon, but I think we were just in the right place at the right time, or the wrong place at the wrong time. I suppose it depends on your perspective. We helped quell the Greenwood House uprising at the Battle of the Bloody Fountain. The blood was mostly victors. And Lady Crestor has now been appointed the high seat over all of Terabon. The changes feel very sudden. Lady Crestor sent us a message thanking us for our heroics as the defeat of House Greenwood ultimately led to the favorable outcome of the election. She promised that she is taking care to protect the Long Road, with House Greenwood a bit of a mess. She has also granted us some leeway with the Arcanum. Should we ever find ourselves in a precarious situation where the Arcanum are concerned, all we need do is show them our House Crestor emblems and we'll be pardoned. This must be how the other half lives. We did a bit of shopping before leaving Terabon. Our pockets were a little heavier with the bounty from this last battle. Ezra paid a visit to a tattoo parlor called The Spider to the Fly. As we walked into the shop, I saw a burly half-giant lying on a table with his back exposed. He was crying in agony as an artist repeatedly tapped an ink-soaked needle into his skin. Another artist by the name of Mikael gave Ezra a beautiful magical tattoo. I should mention Ezra didn't shed a tear. On both of his forearms, two halves of a shield were tattooed. It is lovely to look at, and I find myself wanting to trace the design with my fingertip, but I know Ezra would find that incredibly uncomfortable. Maybe I'll do it just to get under his skin a bit and help Victor out with his pestering duties. We all love trying to get a rise out of our stoic Tushin. Bolt purchased a new cloak, which they keep clasped with a beautiful brooch. Both have been infused with magic to provide extra protection in battle. Sere didn't make any purchases, but helped me pick out a new magic cloak and shield. I hesitate to tell you such things, but in our last fight I was badly injured. I'm quite alright now, Mother, thanks to some magic healing, but if I can protect myself from future injuries, I'd be a fool not to take the extra safeguard. Victor spent every last copper to his name to acquire a new pair of boots. These two have magic within them. He's been testing them out by clicking his heels together, then running back and forth at incredible speed. He was feeling a little left out without a cloak of his own, having splurged on his new boots. Lucky for him, his best buddy Ezra bought him a cloak, with the understanding that Victor will pay him back. I am sure he will. Those two are all about honor. As we were about to leave town and were making our way to the air docks, I was stopped in the streets by a gentleman who called himself Miles Claremont. He is the owner of the Hill Corn Tack Shop in Terrebonne. His storefront sported the Greenwood House emblem, and it was clear he was getting out of town himself to escape the inevitable persecution coming his way due to his house name. Miles offered to sell me the most beautiful leather collar for Darian. Although the collar was lovely, I didn't think it necessary for my sweet Darian. There is little doubt who he belongs to, and he never leaves my side. Miles explained that it wasn't any ordinary collar, but one that will protect him. He next placed a beautiful carved bone choker in my hands, and explained that when both Darian and I are wearing the collar and choker, one will magically be granted the protection of the other's armor. 
I purchased the item without a second thought after that. Anything to keep Darian safe. We were almost to the docks when we were approached by a friend of Victor's, Lyra. Victor had a little run-in with Lyra the day we found Fenry in the warehouse. Lyra has been contracted by House Greenwood to kill Lady Crestor, and Victor contracted by Lady Crestor to protect her. They were waiting for a third party to review the contracts before either could act. Unfortunately, because most of House Greenwood is being investigated and punished by the Arcanum, Lyra will never receive payment for her contract. She asked Victor if he would do her a favor, since she lost out on her compensation. Victor agreed to find the Damascus Promenade at the Ruby Oasis and to give a commission to Udathi, then to collect payment for the commission for Lyra in Big Town. I, I'm not entirely sure what Victor's truly agreed to, Eight Rings business, but I trust he knows what he's doing. We finally made our way to the docks, which were crowded and loud. Ezra stopped in his tracks when from out of the crowd emerged his father, Trevin. They ran to each other and embraced in a huge bear hug. Ezra hasn't seen his father since he left Willow Creek Hollow with his father's book in tow. It was a joyful reunion, but also a bit uncomfortable. Lady Crestor has revealed some information about Trevin's past that doesn't paint him in the best light. After releasing the embrace, Ezra immediately demanded to know more about the Catalyst of Change, something Lady Crestor had told him about. Trevin explained that Ezra's mother was a member of the Withered Bow Tribe, a group that once reigned over the Ungolan Empire in the Marshlands. The tribe believed that one day, a being made of Cronergy would come to them as their savior. Ezra's mother believed Ezra to be this being, which is ultimately why Trevin took Ezra away. He couldn't stand the idea of his only son growing up with such expectations and pressure. Mother, I wish I could snuggle next to you and talk about these things. There is a lot of information to ruminate on. If I've learned one thing while being away from home, it's that parents are not perfect. But I do think most try, with all their might, to do what they believe is best for their children. If I ever become a mother myself, I know I will fail my child too. It is inevitable. Love, coupled with inexperience and sometimes a bit of fear, will cause anyone to make decisions they will eventually regret. All we can hope to do is learn from each of those failings to become a more perfected version of ourselves for our children. Finally, we all said goodbye to Trevin and gave him a big group hug. The strangest vision flashed through my mind as I leaned into the embrace. I saw Trevin's life, which was filled with near misses and lucky breaks. It seems his life has been filled with good fortune. With all the trouble we seem to find ourselves in, I do hope a bit of that luck has rubbed off on Ezra. We eventually made it to the ship of our good friend Keskes, the greatest treasure. <laughs> it was nice to see our quirky kobold and his new crewmate, Hug. Keskes has made a few minor improvements to the airship and was so excited to show us to our quarters. Behind a hanging bit of fabric, we found several hammocks and an iron tub. We've been traveling in the lap of luxury. <laughs> our seven-day trip was mostly uneventful. Sari and Ezra swear up and down that they saw a dragon in the distance as we sailed by the Emerald Wild. 
I refuse to believe them, mostly because I don't want dragons to be real, unless they are as sweet as our spunky Keskes. On the second day, we heard a small explosion from below deck, and the ship drifted to a stop. Keskes flew to the locked hatch and climbed below deck, then asked Bolt to assist him. Bolt, who has acted rather nervous this trip, cautiously climbed down the hatch, and then Hug sat on the door to keep the rest of us out. Keskes is very protective of his ship and refuses to let anyone anywhere near the inner workings. I was quite surprised he allowed Bolt to join him. I put my ear to the floor, trying my hardest to hear what was happening down there, but to no avail. After several hours, the ship began moving again, and Bolt and Keskes emerged. I begged Bolt to tell me what was below, but they've been pretty tight-lipped. We finally arrived in the desert at the Ruby Oasis. The greatest treasure looked a little out of place next to all of the luxury airships at the port, but I suppose we looked a little bit out of place ourselves. We exited the ship and stepped onto a magnificent white marble tower. We were greeted by a gentleman in pristine white robes with gold trim. He said they had been expecting us and had the finest rooms reserved for our stay. I looked over each of my comrades. While I wouldn't describe any of us as dirty, we certainly are a bit... mm, lackluster. I almost couldn't hold back my chuckle at the idea of us staying in the finest rooms. We were taken down the marble staircase and into the ruby oasis. Thick, velvet carpet covered the stone. There were lush draperies around the massive windows. Every intricately carved detail on the railings and counters and furniture was covered in a sheen of gold. Every inch had clearly been immaculately cared for and was sparkling clean. As we walked through the magnificent receiving area, it was explained that magic is very carefully controlled at the oasis, and that the use of our own magic would not be permitted during our stay. We were shown our rooms, personal cabanas, each magically altered to meet our preference. I had just taken off my boots when I heard a rap at the door. I was greeted by the in-house tailor and his crew who had come to make me look a bit more presentable. (laughs) They brought in bolt after bolt of beautiful fabric and began measuring and pinning bits of trim and silk as they sewed the most elegant gown I've ever seen. It is a beautiful emerald green fabric that is so soft and fine, it almost feels like water in my hands. The gown is gathered at each shoulder with a gold ribbon and a long transparent train drops down the back. I admit, I feel quite regal wearing it, but I'm not suited for such luxuries. I was so worried I would ruin the gown I never felt completely comfortable in it. The rest of my friends were also given new clothing. We met for dinner and I was pleasantly surprised to find that we clean up quite well. Sari was in a pale blue gown with long sleeves and a sash at her waist. The lush fabric was covered in delicate embroidery and shining crystal-like beads. If I didn't know better, I would guess she was some sort of ethereal being. Sari is much better suited for the finer things in life than the rest of us. The way she carries herself is a testament to her spending her childhood in the summer court alongside her mother. Bolt looked very sharp in a fine military-style jacket. Ezra was in a fresh kimono with clean lines and simple yet elegant fabric. I don't think Victor has ever looked so sharp. I have often wondered how frequently his blindfold gets washed, or if it does at all. The battlefield is a filthy place. 
It's not uncommon to find my own clothing and armor caked in a mixture of dirt, sweat, and blood. Victor is, however, much more graceful in combat than I. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't even break a sweat as he weaves in and out of enemies. We were taken by a servant to a massive tent filled with huge banquet tables overflowing with food. We loaded up our plates. Mmm, Luna Berry bread pudding. <laughs> and we're led to a round table in front of a curtained pavilion. Soon, the curtains were pulled back to reveal the vast shifting sands that surround the ruby oasis. A solitary performer walked onto the sands and dumped a bagful of spices on the ground, then quickly ran out of sight. The ground began to quake, and a massive purple worm erupted from the sands. I instinctively reached for my sword, but had left it in my room. Before I could jump to action, the stage before us was filled with performers in colorful costumes. Some were fighting the purple worm, which we discovered was under some sort of spell. I don't believe the performers were in any sort of actual danger. Others were sailing through the air on ropes, while others tumbled across the sands. It was a dazzling performance and one I'll never forget. In the moment, I was overcome with the deepest feeling of gratitude for the opportunity to stay a night at the Ruby Oasis. It is likely something I'll never get to do again. After dinner and the performance, we returned to our rooms and changed into our regular clothes, which had been carefully cleaned and mended while we were out. Sarah had asked for a tour of the shipping district. After all, our purpose in being at the Ruby Oasis was to discover more information on the shipments sent to Terabon from the Ruby Oasis for the Infinite Sight. Apparently, asking for a tour of the shipping district is not exactly a normal request, but the employees obliged nonetheless. We made our way outside the magical ward of the Ruby Oasis and were given a rather boring tour of several shipping tents. Sarah, now able to use her magic, said a few sing-song words and then vanished from sight. She slipped into one of the warehouses alone and did a little snooping. She found a few boxes that looked identical to the ones Ezra had discovered at the warehouse in Terabon. She opened them and found several healing potions and mining equipment. The box, being shipped by the Perkipski Shipping Company in Big Town, was being sent to Morris Bend. I have no idea where that is, but I suspect we'll find more answers about the infinite site there. She found another large box and had quite the fright when she found herself face to face with another of the huge scarab guardians the infinite site likes to use to beat us up. Thankfully, it hadn't been activated, so she quickly sealed it back up in its box and joined us as we ended our tour. Now, I am writing you from the spa, where I am soaking my feet in a tub filled with warm rose water. While I feel most at peace in the wild, where I can feel the earth and see the stars, I am enjoying myself and have been told there is a most relaxing hot stone massage that I'll be treated to next. Sounds a bit dangerous. I guess we shall see. Wish me luck. Love, Eve.
everyone, and welcome back to session 21 of Tales of Veneria. If you hear any sort of rumbling outside, it's not our stomachs, it's just lightning and rain. Yes. It might be our stomachs. It, it might be our stomachs, too. We've uh, got, we've got some This snacks. isn't a house. This is a giant mimic. Yeah. It's very hungry. It is so hungry. Help us. Bring me the tool shed. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, everybody is all caught up on last time. You had a nice, relaxing vacation. Uh, I kind of felt like we literally just had a vacation in game, and that's all we did. So, uh, and some shopping. You guys did some shopping as well. Mm -hmm. A little um, snooping. A little, a little bit. little snooping. Ezra got a new feet, mm -hmm. uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, lucky. So, does yeah, you are lucky. somebody want to... Yeah. <laughs> it was a free feet, too. I didn't even know. We also that. got a bunch of items, which yes. you can catch up on. Which we'll probably post... Um, we, we might have already posted them on the new episode, uh, getting the new items updated. They may be this episode. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and start tonight. I just want to hear from uh, one of you guys, what is the current goal of the Wayward Watch? State the of vacation. the Union. Yeah. To party hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a track, but I will shipping to Perkipski. Go ahead. Or that was the company. Track it to Big Town. Yep. Perkipski shipping. Perkipski shipping in Big Town. Yep. Yeah. We're supposed to find out where the containers went and that we want to um, disrupt the the uh, any findings that we find of the... Mm -hmm. We've got a few little other items we have to take care of. Oh, yeah. Also. Of course. Something yeah. about Such as the... Your there's a pending, uh, yes. there's a pending uh, disputation of wills. You have a delivery, though, right? If to, you delivered you something, yes, and I have some to deliver for watch it. for uh, uh, Lyra. Lyra. Delivery from Lyra. Lyra. Old Amber eyes. She wants me to go talk to the one of the um, one of the apexes here, right? Yeah, um, specifically the Damascus Promenade is here. Yep. And it's for uh, Udathi. Uh, Udathi. Yep. Apparently, I didn't write very well. I wrote chicken scratch. <laughs> well, I mean, we all we all know what Victor's handwriting and journal entries are like. Not taking true. so. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yep. So you've got to talk to Udathi to mm -hmm. try and settle your disputation before it goes to tribunal. Um, I believe that uh, Eve has something that she needs to do up in this area as well. Is that correct? Yes. No recent yeah. visions from your goddesses or anything oh, like yeah. that. No. <laughs> they, oh, the edge of the world. Yeah, I yeah. gotta go to the the things. The Ongolan, the like broken islands. Or what, what are they called? Uh, so they don't have a formal name because they are not a formal area. It's just a oh. rumor. Okay. But the they Ongolan are they are collectively known as the Broken Expanse. The Broken Ooh. Expanse. Yep. Sounds like the shadow. And uh, <laughs> what about Bolt? Does Bolt have anything to do yeah. in this area? Bolt needs to go to um, the Ungolan marshlands and try to find... Just clues? Yeah, try to find clues mm -hmm. to where they came from. And that's right next to where Tori's going. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Big Town's on the way. So might as well just... Yeah. Maybe we can off. find, like, someone that possibly saw the ship crash that Bolt saw in their vision, or... Um, that would have been, what, 40-something years ago? 70, but... 80. Oh, eight, 70, Yeah. You're 80. like 86, aren't you? Uh, 74, I 74. think. Oh, school. School. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. 
And uh, Ezra, you kind of perked up a little hey, bit there when you I heard stopped exploding twelve years ago. Just <laughs> was trying to remember. Wasn't yeah, the, my mom's tribe, the Withered Bow. They used to be the Ungolan Empire. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there's clues there. Yep. Wow. So like, it just seems like we should be going. Yeah. It is. How convenient. It is Sounds like a quest Convenient. I uh, don't know who did that. Uh, <laughs> Complete happen chance. It's almost as if people were feeling like they're being pulled in too many directions. So some unseen hand in the sky consolidated. It's called good game design. No, no. It, <laughs> like it was. It was a little serendipitous that. Plot lines like kind of gravitated towards that area, so I blame chat. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You in the comments, write down your favorite plot line. <laughs> okay, uh, so is, let's go ahead and start with uh, an absence tonight. Uh, we we didn't explain it right at the top of the episode, but Colby isn't here with us. Colby's uh, no longer with us. He, oh yes, yeah, I can I can say that now. It's my turn. Yeah. He's um, passed into the mm-hmm. undying lands of Canada. <laughs> no, I just trapped him in hell. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's he's not here tonight, and I believe we have a nice in-game explanation for that. Tori, do you want to kind of explain what happened to Ceradon, uh between these episodes here, or do we want to put it in the recap? I don't care. Okay. What What do you want? Hmm. We'll explain it right now, and if we decide to cut it out, yeah, that's fine. So yeah. be it. Ceradon <laughs> As you will recall, Eve made her feel a little self-conscious. Not on purpose. Eve would never try and make someone feel bad. Unless they Eve would never evil. mean girl somebody. No. She's <laughs> like, wants to be your bestie. Cut away to like when Eve was 10 years old back in her village. And you can't just ask somebody why they're white. <laughs> and it's a literal white. Like, it's like a, yeah, yeah. W-I-G-S-T. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Saradon was feeling a little self-conscious and decided to track down a hair tonic for her hair to try and get it to grow out. Because right it's in an in-between stage. Between stage. Yeah. Been there. Do done that. Do you guys I'm remember going... when I had super short hair? No, you guys probably didn't. I'm going through that right now. I'm always in the in-between <laughs> stage. It's how I make the excuse that I don't need to like... Mess My life's just like, in, an in-between yeah. stage. <laughs> in-between <laughs> stage. I mean, technically we're in-between birth and death always. Yeah. True. Very true. Always in-between. These are facts. Every day we live, we're closer to God. Email fact, number one. <laughs> we'll keep a we'll keep a tracker for today. Best thing about today. You hear that, Scott? We got to keep a tracker for email. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sari goes to Victor, and he knows a guy. I know a guy. What did I, I name show him? you where it's going to be. What uh, did I name the guy? I believe his name was Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Harry Styles, it was mm, Harry Styles. I'd be all over that. <laughs> He's like, how much younger than me? Horace Mugsmead. Horace Mugsmead is the name. And I am a potion seller, you see, of uh, potions that might not be quite so legal in certain areas. That's him. Yep, that's him. So Sari goes to this Horace guy and she says, I need a hair tonic. And she explains, like, I have this friend, Eve... I wish was more than just a friend. She's got this bounder named Darian and blah, blah, blah. She's so great. I'm embarrassed by my hair. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. 
Please, please, no more. I don't want to hear the entire life story. Just hear. I know exactly what you need. So she takes this hair tonic, goes back to her room, and Horace had said you only need a drop or two. Mm -hmm. But she's like, one or two drops is going to be good. The whole bottle would be better. So she downs the whole bottle. Classic Sari. Mm -hmm. Classic Sari. And she's (laughs) feeling like... A tingling starts to spread. It starts in her scalp and then like spreads across her whole body. And she's like, it's working. It's working. And then her nose kind of starts to twitch. And she's like, oh, (laughs) she runs and looks in a mirror and realizes that instead of getting hair tonic, she's been given hair tonic and she is now turned into a bunny folk or whatever. Yeah. It's one of the new the new hair folk. I don't know if they have like a specific name from the wild boobs like Marchman. I like March hair. I, don't know. Ooh, I like that. Oh. It should be that. A wear hair. Well that's what they're called in an area now is the Marchman. I love nice. it. Yep. She's turned into a March woman. And uh the March folk. March folk. Perfect. She's obviously embarrassed, but oh, yeah. it's also kind of hilarious. Uh-huh. And she goes back to Horace and she's like what the? What you 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 ah! told me that she likes bounders, so I thought you wanted to be uh, you wanted to have hair. You know what I'm? You can understand the the differences. Anyway, there's no refunds. Hell's bells. Hell's <laughs> bells. So, uh, I I'll, I think that's where you left it off, and I'll go ahead and pick it up here because uh, luckily the Ruby Oasis has magic of all kinds. And they can take care of any malady that uh, might affect you. That's well, mostly innocuous. I mean, they don't have like a full-on clerical staff or anything. Uh, so, so she's going to be going through a like a, a one to two day regimen of like different massages and tonics and like you have to keep washing we'll your massage hair the over and over again with listen, lavender listen, oil. Listen. Exactly. Sari, I honestly did not believe it was going to happen here. We were lucky that he was in town to begin with. Why did you drink the whole thing? Like, <laughs> this is your fault, not mine. Perfect. Yeah, so he, so that is why Saradon is not here uh, for this little adventure. And it means that you have to stay just a little bit longer in the Ruby Oasis before you head out. But that's okay, because you haven't visited the Damascus Promenade yet. And you haven't talked to Odathi yet. So there's still plenty to do around the Ruby Oasis. Now, do we, don't, don't we kind of want to say hi to Ruby herself? I mean, mm. I want to see this lady. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go track down Ruby, you absolutely can. Absolutely. So is that what we're doing first then? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Um, so up? you actually find Ruby, we'll say it's around midday after the whole uh, Herodon sub- debacle. Herodon! <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ruby is... Okay, I'm right. Genius. That. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, Ruby is leaning back in a chair. She's getting a massage, a foot massage. And she's just got like she's just got this blissful look on her face that it, it almost looks a little bit like I'm I'm so used to this that it's just like part of the routine. She's like Chris Jenner. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what is it that I always say about him or about her? Um, she's like she's a bitch. Oh, from <laughs> Thor. From Thor. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so you kind of like block her light a little bit. And she she opens up her eyes and she. She pulls down the ruby shades because, of course, she has shade uh, eyeglasses that have like full-on rubies in them, <laughs> and she says, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I don't believe we formally met." 
It's so nice to meet you. I hope you don't mind us interrupting. No, not at all. I mean, it's uh, it's customary to say hi and, and goodbye. So have a seat. Uh, do you need a, a, a masseuse? Yes, all I right. do. Can Excellent. She, can she be a female version of Jeff Goldblum, please? <laughs> <laughs> I am so. Uh, I I, uh, um, I don't know if I could do uh, the, the, the accent and. Or no, no, that's right. That's right. You're doing just it right now. Head. Keep I'm going. Just, I'm just I'm just telling you right now that that's just who's in my head right now is is uh, his yeah, Sakar whatever. She, she the, the fly Jeff Goldblum right. or just Jeff Goldblum? The Jeff Goldblum. Fly <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yes, she's incredibly deformed. Um, <laughs> she she said, please please have a seat, and she goes, we can get a buffer as well if you'd like. Uh, no, thank you. I'm I'm good. All right. I don't want to take off the uniform. I still have the <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, the Commodore's yeah. uniform on. Yep. <laughs> and it looks she very goes, cool. Uh, and she goes, uh, she goes uh, Ruby, and she kind of does that like dainty hold out the hand thing, you know that uh, that posh ladies do. Eve is not really sure what to do with that, so she just like grabs her hand and <laughs> shakes it. And she 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 gives a little bit of a smirk, but doesn't say anything. And she says, "And uh, you are." My name is Avoja, Eve, um, and we are the Wayward Watch. This is Victor and Ezra and Bolt. Nice to meet you all. We work for Lady Balana Crestor. Oh, how is Lady Crestor? As beautiful and young-looking as ever. Yeah, well, when when we were uh, when we were hanging out, she was pretty young. Still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, can't you do the Jeff Goldblum thing? It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm trying. I'll try. I'll keep no, trying. Perfect. Um, and she, and she says, uh, so you're here as guests of hers? Um, yes. could say that. Okay. Well, it's very nice to have you. Hopefully everything's been treating you well. Hopefully the accommodations have been to your liking. Everything like has been treating us well. Perfect. Well, um, is, there, is there anything specific that I can help you with, or was this just a hello? I think this was just a, a friendly hello. Oh, wonderful. Well, um, please do let me know if you need anything. I'm happy to help out. Mm, She's still getting her focus so on, and the dog is licking my feet right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in character fully. I don't know about you guys. Whoa. It's method adding. Method adding. I don't mean to interrogate you, Lady Ruby. Um, do you know anything of the infinite sight. Afraid not. Never heard of him. Insight check. Go ahead and give me an insight check. What if she is? Um, what about a... Insight, insight. A seven! Uh, you, you don't believe that she's ever heard of him. Alright. Can I listen to see if her heartbeat changes? Can you <laughs> that? Go ahead and give me an insight check. 14 plus 5. 21. 21? 14 plus 5 is 21? Oh, <laughs> 19. 19. <laughs> Math. Um, it it doesn't sound like she's lying. Like her okay. heartbeat she just sounds okay. Yeah. So, no secret villain here. Okay. As far as you can tell. So far. So far. <laughs> so far. And she, she does, does command a purple worm. Remember that. Mm. That's true. Are you the one who is responsible for all of the magic here? No, I'm afraid I outsource most of that. I, uh, my my talents lie in um, well, I mean, I, I did build the building with my own two hands and well, a bit of magic, but I don't do a lot of the uh, individual arcane enchantments and everything around here. So you're you have some knowledge of uh, the buttressing on the outside. 
I would like to Bolt answer some questions about this. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's very easy to make uh, very sturdy buttresses when you basically make the entire thing and shape it out of stone yourself. It's quite impressive. Yeah, stone shaper. Great. Out of character, I want to ask her. <laughs> out of character, I'll start taking away epic dice. <laughs> I, I want to ask her if she. Out of character, I want to ask her if she's if she knows. Um, Ogma. Ogma? <laughs> how she feels about out of character. How nope. she feels about her Lord and Savior Ogma. You can ask her in character if you want. That's entirely up to you. I don't think we know Ogma in character, do we? Yeah. She's well, a dwarf. You have right? heard of yeah, she's a dwarf. So you you heard Ogma's name That's when right. you uh sealed that one rift, if you remember correctly. That's right. That's yeah. right. But we wouldn't know about yeah. the, the purple, one with the purple worm that fought in, when we were in our one, whatever ten K. And she she goes. Um, when I when I first found this oasis, I was uh, I was near death, and now look how much I thrive. It appears so. Um, was this a just a naturally occurring oasis, or do you think it's magical in nature? I I believe it was naturally occurring, but uh, it saved my life, and I wanted to share its beauty with everybody. So I I used my talents, and I built up the the whole mansion around it. Well, a mansion is a, a loose term for it. The resort around it. And and just use my talents in business, which is a type of magic all of its own. Let's mm. be honest here. And uh, I made it the most successful Entrepreneur Mancy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of bureaucracy in there, too. You need to have some of that. Well, it is quite impressive and beautiful. And I'm actually quite surprised I've never been here before. I, I'm pretty well traveled most of the most of an area, but... Well, usually our clientele is a bit exclusive uh, based on wealth, so if, if you haven't had much before I, now... I don't I don't usually have a lot of need for for money, but... There are quite a few uh, beautiful statues around here. I know that uh, Lady Crestor had quite the collection herself. Does she? I wasn't aware of any antiques that she had. She doesn't seem to like to collect trinkets from the past. Antiques, reliquaries. No, I'm curious if you were both in the same spaces. Do you mean do I have unnatural and everlasting beauty like she does? Indeed. No, my beauty is all natural. <laughs> and it will fade eventually. You sound... But, uh, hopefully the staff here can keep that from happening for a little while longer. Now, is this a magic staff that, that keeps you healthy? No, I mean like Bunnik here. Oh, well, I'm sure there's one out there. <coughs> if we come across yeah. one, we'll we'll make sure to let you I know. I would pay handsomely for it. All right. Who wouldn't want to cheat death? Really? <laughs> it's not very honorable. <laughs> but being dead isn't honorable either. I mean, I suppose if you believe in uh, some sort of grandiose afterlife. Uh, mm. No, being part of the whole... Returning back to what we were. You're quite the eclectic group, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you have no Not idea. Not eclectic. More dirty and brooding sometimes. <laughs> I mean... He's not wrong. Oh. Please. Well, who doesn't brood once in a while? Oh, and by this point, there is a foot masseuse for anybody who wants one. Um, and basically, like, 
two came up and then one with like a, a literal like magical like sandpaper buffer thing and she just like waved that one away yep uh, i don't even know how she has that but apparently she does the oasis provides mm-hmm very poor use of a wish spell. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sander. We, we, we keep a bunch of archmages on hand just to cast wish over and over again for the needs of our customers. That's why it's expensive. Yep. <laughs> um, so you guys spend a nice uh, probably about a half an hour chatting with uh, Ruby about various things. You learn that she used to be part of a merchant company. Like She's pretty willing to tell her story. Uh, out of big town, she got uh, her caravan got raided and destroyed, and she was the only one to make it out. And she wandered the shifting sands because I think it's called the shifting sands, not the shifting dunes. I've been calling it the shifting dunes. I think that's what's on the map. Is dunes? Uh-huh. I must have been calling it the shifting sands. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so uh, she was the she wandered the shifting sands for the weeks. Yeah. See, I did it again. I mean, um, they're interchangeable at yeah. this point, right? Yeah. And uh, and eventually stumbled upon the oasis just off of, like it's probably about, we'll say about thirty miles inland. Like the river is the river is fairly close to the resort. Like it's not too difficult to remind, get to the river. Remind me Ruby's uh, description. She's she an elf? Uh, so she's a dwarf. dwarf. Uh, she is wearing she's wearing uh, ruby shades. Her hair is like a it's like an auburn hair, but it's done up in like this. Kind of spiral uh, tail around her head, kind of in like a almost like a woven crown of her own hair, as it were. Um, and she is because now she's Jeff Goldblum. She's wearing pretty much the same robes that you would see on the Grandmaster. <laughs> that type of like blue, pink, gold. Like there's some sequins which don't you don't really realize exist in an area, but now they do. Uh, yeah, she the gold glitter. eyeliner. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's got like every piece of jewelry is inset with rubies. Like it's just like rubies all day. Ruby slipper slippers that she makes sure she doesn't tap together, <laughs> <laughs> or she does, and it takes her to her, her master suite. She's walking down the hallway and clicks accidentally. <laughs> yeah, pocket dimension. Yep, pocket dimension of ruby oasis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you spend a nice half an hour, and then uh, inevitably, as with all uh, CEOs or not CEOs, but like business owners, small business owners. Uh, there's some problem that has to call her away, and she she tells you to enjoy the masseuse, enjoy the rest of your stay here, and if you need anything, let us know. She'll get up. And... Uh, before you go, do you by chance have a uh, a history of Ruby Oasis, like a a ring history? Yeah, or anything. I don't know if you've kept track of it. Not, It'd be quite interesting to have. I mean, other than, like, ledgers, no, unfortunately. We're not really a historical landmark. I know there's definitely uh, one person that would enjoy a written history <laughs> of Ruby Oasis. Hint, hint, Corey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to write like, like, No, both just, <laughs> just trying to hit, like... Yeah. Well, I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. And I will see if I can have Writing some down your experience. Well, if you want, you can write my biography. I might take you up on that. Perfect. Bolt, take this down. And she she walks away, uh, leaving a note, and, and like somebody comes by in like a, a moment later and hands you like hands you like a piece of paper okay. with like how to contact her okay. via Raven or Messenger Bird or whatever. Have your people call my people. Yeah. Don't call me. Cool. I'll call you. New contact. 
<clears throat> there you go. Yeah. Tweeting in an area. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Dad joke. It's <clears throat> animal messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so after a wonderful foot massage, which I will not be giving you as the DM, that, uh, my my duties only go so far. Let's this is on. not immersive. What about for one epic dice? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You sent the dog my way after he was done with you. Perfect. Um, so where is the next? <laughs> Don't even need to. The promenade. Promenade. Okay. Yes. Off to the promenade. A colorful collection of, uh, I couldn't think of a third C word, um, a colorful collection of tents, not, not saying C word makes it sound like I was, I had a C word in mind, but I didn't want to say it. A colorful um, collection of <laughs> cantaloupes. Feel in the, it's a mad lip. Yeah, of blank. <laughs> of noun. Um, basically, a bunch of tents, there's people uh, kind of wandering around. Most of them are the, the uber wealthy that you've been seeing around the uh, Ruby Oasis. But there are actually quite a few uh, normal people here. Normies. Normal people. Normal people. Yep. <laughs> Rich Just... people are usually normal people as well. I mean... Level one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the nobility would think that they're not uh, normal. They I mean, they do they all have to be noble, so poop. that's true. Poop? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just <laughs> like, they're normal. They have to poop and eat. So they're so normal. A bunch, a bunch of beings that have to poop and eat are here. Uh, Wonderful. In a higher oh. tax bracket oh, and a lower dear. tax bracket. Yeah. But all I'm not normal. Oh, no. no. <laughs> and this, we've known this the whole time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what about those pancakes or waffles? Does that count? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, but there is a collection of uh, the more common folk uh, and the more uh, uh, wealthy and rich here. So it's not just exclusive. There's there's a lot of people wandering around. Uh, it is it is like a small carnival that's been set up. There's a few kids that are racing around on these weird little like tinker transportation devices. They're you know tiny little uh, uh, simulacrum of different animals that are just you can hear like the gears going and and worrying as they as they race along. Um, there's a couple uh, knife dancers that are uh, basically the most uh, amazing fire dancers that you've ever seen. Uh, they're, they're bonded with different torches and everything, and they are making them fly about, turning them into shapes, that sort of thing. There's one that's specifically up against like a, a backdrop that's kind of like this white cloth. And the area around them is a little dimmer, so they can make like shadow puppets to the delight of the crowd and everything. And you do see a few like exotic animals as well. There's uh, there's an elephant. In fact, there are several elephants hey, because hey, that's our friend. Get her out of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so it's part sorry, of the treatment. Sorry. It's part of the treatment. <laughs> it's part of the treatment. <laughs> yep. Being being uh, put in a cage and yep. paraded around. <laughs> um, you, scares the hair back in. Yes. Embarrasses it back. In. But you do see some elephants just because like, they are pretty popular in, in the area. Plenty of camels, obviously. Like, they're they're the pack animals. A um, couple crocodiles. Like, there's a nice any, little, like... Any bounders, though? Would... Um, they're they're kind of used as, like, uh, some yeah, kind of... Yeah, they're more of, like, animal. a southern or southwestern or southeastern thing. So okay. there are, aren't any bounders here. So if you do have Darien do have with Darien. you... Oh, he is getting loads of attention. Like, kids are running up and, and like... <laughs> Sell him, just, and then hold on. Just listen. Sell him for a lot of money because he's exotic. And then as we leave, he'll just, just poof. 
That's what I did. That sounds it's just not like chaotic. It's, it's like it's like selling it's like selling your druid as a horse, and then at night they just transform back into a person and sneak out. And they just keep the reselling it. Yep. Um, yeah. What's your alignment again? We may need to do a shift. True here. neutral. True neutral. Now chaotic neutral, yeah, now I guess. Chaotic. <laughs> Yep, and, and you do see there are also a few little fair games if you want to play like a, like a like a shooting game or like a crossbow bolt. They they hand you a tiny like blunted crossbow that you can shoot and try and uh, hit one of the one of. The, and again, like I always think balloons, but then like obviously balloons don't really exist, so they're just like floating multicolored bubbles yeah. that somebody's created. Mechanic bubbles. Yeah. So just a little glycerin. Yep. And uh, you're walking along the promenade. Is anybody like uh, specifically going anywhere and doing anything that looks fun? Uh, if there's something that I didn't describe that you want there to be, you can also explain it or describe it. But if nobody has anything, then uh, something happens to you first. Uh, I'm, I'm just following I'd be taking in, Same. soaking in the, the environment. Um, and for some reason, I've got uh, masquerade. Paper faces on the really? I don't know why. That's, that's, that's an like, interesting. Uh, it's like when we walked in for some reason, it's stuck in my head. <laughs> that's your emo when tip I, number two. Emo tip number two. <laughs> Whenever there's a carnival, it's really a black parade. <laughs> um, so you, the way we're watching, just walking fighting. along, and all of a sudden, a, a large hand claps onto Victor's shoulder, and a gruff voice says, "What are you doing here?" Uh, do I recognize the voice? You don't. Papa? You do <laughs> I am. Uh, I am here in search of uh, Udati. I would like to speak with them. You're lucky to be in this camp at all. And you, he turns you around, and there's this just big hulking half orc uh, standing there. He's wearing the, he's wearing the like customary green of the different uh, members of the promenade. And he goes, you shouldn't even be wandering into this camp without permission. I don't care how open we are. I want to walk up right behind Victor and go, Victor, uh, do we have a problem? How he, tall is he? He's a, a little bit taller than you. He's he's <laughs> seven, more than seven six. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Just a tiny bit. I'm made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm titanium. I, I, don't, I don't believe that we are... Um, uh, we have a problem yet. I, I, um, I am here on business. Um, I've been sent by a, a, another, and I have a message. Things to deliver. It's mm. on the contract. You know. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage. So that's the first one's a three. Second one's eleven. So that's going to be a bad persuasion. <laughs> That's going to be a seven. There is no one that would have a missive that would send you when they could send a butterfly. It's true, but... Uh, oh, if there's butterflies involved, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> Start switching. Butterflies can only carry so much. Hello. Hi. I'm Eve. What was your name? Horik. Horik, it's nice to meet you. Are you a member of the... What are they called? Damascus Promenade. Are you a member of the Damascus Promenade? Yes. Mm, I'm so interested to hear about the Damascus Promenade. 
find an information booth. <laughs> now, you're a sassy now, one. Now, for, uh, for or can you point us in the right direction? <laughs> for public relations purposes, he <laughs> will point you over to an information booth. I'm sure Rudathi would not appreciate um, riling up uh, patrons of the Ruby Oasis. Your, um, I assume, contract uh, who you're working for. Your guests of the Ruby Oasis. Indeed, they are. We were sent here uh, by Lady Crestor in uh, Terabon. Consider it very urgent and important. And, and, Victor, and, Victor's and a you are working together. A you. And Victor's intentionally, Victor's intentionally, he sees this nerve that this guy has, and he's he's skirting the line of like not trying to anger him like outright, but also trying to be like, oh, what's the word? It's gratifying to push his buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he grits his teeth a little bit, uh, gnashes his tusks, as it were. His, uh, his name is Horik, right? Yep. And he goes, you will come with me. The rest of you, enjoy your time. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. You see... Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Remember me! <laughs> so Ezra. Ezra. So Ezra <laughs> says to back off. He says no. Uh, if you don't mind, I... Like to accompany my friend Victor here. They are also here on contract with me. I I would hope that it would be. Acceptable. You are walking on thin ice already. Maybe don't mention contracts. That's We're all deserts. There's no ice here. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, does he this have fireball? This, this is the internal debate about like, can I get away with killing these four? <laughs> <laughs> Have I offended you? He offends me for, by being here. The broken should not be in these mm. camps. Um, well, I'd like to point out he's not locked. quite as broken. See, this one is lit up. Two lighted Actually, up. Got two. two of lit right. lighted up. Two. How do you say that? I intentionally turned he's like the other way, where it, like being like. Thinking he's pointing, <laughs> he's actually over here. He's, he's <laughs> only half broken, as you see. Your math needs work, friend. Yeah, he's a quarter broken. He's <laughs> a three quarters broken. broken. Very well. There's you eight. only. All right. Yeah. And then he, he grabs each of you roughly by a shoulder and starts, like, hauling you off. Well, bolts shouldn't go to that information booth. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can find out more about this Horic character. Hey, you uh, didn't say you could follow him. Okay, good. We'll go do party stuff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How's your... You're fairly stealthy-ish, yeah. right? Yeah. They're like um, in there pulling my fingernails off, and I'm out screaming. You're out there like having cocktails yep. and like... Got cotton candy. They've strapped, him, they've strapped him down on top of some bamboo to grow. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I think I think you should actually tail them. And Good idea. I, you not, go to the information booth. I'm not stealthy, but I, I will stay sort of in range as well. Natural 20. All right. For stealth, I'm assuming that's yep. one girl. Uh, <clears throat> Ezra just looks at you and says, smoke bomb. And <laughs> <laughs> then just... <laughs> just uh, you have some glitter and just... So uh, while Bolt, uh, Bolt and R2 decide that they shall stay here... Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. No! <laughs> no! Um, <laughs> Eve and Victor are led through the promenade with uh, a stealthy Ezra in tow. 
and I'm, eventually... I'm more of a K2SO, please. Yeah. Yeah, please. yeah for sure. You are, you are sassy <laughs> enough for being a uh, Um Eventually, you're led out of the kind of uh, sectioned area where they have all of the different, like, events going on and entertainments. Um, you, you pass by a few people that appear to be, like, practicing performances, uh, whether it be some sort of, like, dance routine or a uh, something that uh, the Ruby Wing does often plays with knife dancing involved in them. Um, they look like they're getting ready for an evening show or something like that. And you arrive at a uh, small emerald tent. Um, emerald in the, in the sense of, like, green in color, not actually made out of emeralds. I mean, pretty cool. It would be cool, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Horik uh, shoves you both roughly inside and uh, to see a an elf woman sitting there. And as, as he just kind of shows before I see it or hear her presence. <laughs> Thanks, big boy. It's much cooler in here than it was outside. Oh, he's coming in with you, so. Never mind. You yes. smell very nice. <laughs> and uh, she is she is very for, slender. For a, hack, for a half orc in the desert. <laughs> she has uh, she has kind of a, a golden uh, like a plain golden robe on. Um, she has. You can you can see that there is like a, a gossamer uh, pink veil that she has one of those like face veils, uh, but she's just got it set off to the side, and her or she's got just like a little bit of a little bit of face painting, just like some uh, some dots that sort of thing, like kind of tattoo uh, just scattered. Of? Not really a tattoo, more like just like like heavy makeup, like heavier makeup okay. than heavy makeup, right? Um, like Cleopatra. Yeah, sort of. Um, and and she looks up and she goes, uh, Horik, who have you brought to me? And I will prostrate myself mm-hmm. at this point. Not to the other guy, but yeah. obviously. Her. And Horik goes, I found a broken and his companions. They were very rude. And, and she goes, thank you, Horik. I will uh, handle it from here. And he nods and he goes, and he turns to uh, Victor and he goes, I will be outside. Victor won't say like, anything. He'll just he, he's until he's addressed by her. He's just gonna <laughs> stay prostrate. And he steps out, uh, finding like Darian pretty much like at the door. So he has to like step around Darian a little bit, just kind of like, big, big lick up the face. <laughs> uh, Ezra, in the meanwhile, you are you have kind of like snuck your way through the camp. Uh, you are behind the tent, just kind of listening in. And she goes, "Can I be just outside of the tent, the roped off area? I guess." Like it, it's pretty far away from the circus area, but you can stand like idly there with like a cotton candy in your hand, just like looking <laughs> just like, in the direction <laughs> if you want. Sure. Cotton candy doesn't work with robots. You don't have any. I, just, I just keep chewing it. Endlessly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and... Do you have some of those opera like uh, <laughs> whatever the monocle yes? Whatever no, I have a monocle with my uh, outfit, but uh, I, I'm like <laughs> yeah, <perfect. laughs> it's a little spyglass. Um, and she and she goes. Good afternoon, Victor. You may rise. I'm slightly expecting you, and um, you must be Eve. Is that correct? I am. Ah, oh, welcome. Uh, please have a seat. I apologize for Horrick's harsh nature. He is a little more uh, traditional than uh, most around here. He was a pleasure. Thank you. I apologize for pushing his buttons a little. I don't see why uh, you should apologize for anything. I don't know anything that happened. But I'm a little surprised to actually see you here. I received a 
emissive that your uh, disputation had been uh, postponed. Uh, yes, I am actually here on the on business a little bit. I s- now, re- uh, before I say something, mm-hmm. when I spoke with Lyra, she had something she wanted me to bring to... Yes. It was the letter. Yep, she has a specific magic item commission okay. that she's requesting. And she wants to get a request and get her to, to create mm-hmm. for her. Okay. Because okay. Udathi is widely known as like one of the best enchanters in the Eight Rings. So. Okay. If not the best. Well, I, I come to you... Uh, to beseech you on, on um, behalf of my client that would like to commission you for something to to enchant a magic item to be created and only I've sped, been told that only uh, a craftswoman of your caliber would ever be able to even dream of making something so complex and I will offer the and she looks it over and read through the details on it, and she goes, So you're an interesting messenger to send for this? Indeed. Um, if I, May I ask the client? Did Lyra say she wanted to double-blind ship this? Uh, she did not say anything of the sort. But do I know? Can I do a history check to see if I remember any like bad blood between them? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need to worry about it. You you absolutely know that the Onyx uh, wing and the Jade wing do not get along at all. They are the, probably the furthest sex from each other because the Onyx wing is, as the Jade wing always likes to point out, bad for business. Yeah, okay. I'm afraid that it, um, this client is asked to remain anonymous, um, but they know that it would be something for me that would be very difficult to accomplish a test if you will mm, I see and uh, is that the only reason you're here is to get this commission there's no other reasons that you might uh, wish to speak with me uh, there are always reasons for me to wish to speak um, should I be allowed in the eight rings um, especially to the apexes I, I, um, I as you know I'm on my path to um, Redemption, or to to um, what's the word? To atone for the the poor choices that I had made in the past and the offenses I had made, I would like to <coughs> make amends. Yes, uh, you were rather arrogant that day, weren't you? I was, and it's um, I. Though I cannot see, I've somewhat seen the error, error of my base, and um, I am working to become better. We shall see. We shall see. So, one interesting commissioned magic item that only I can create, and another step towards atonement. Is that all? Or was there anything else you wanted to tack on there? I, at the very least, uh, as I said, um, I would not dream to ask more than simply this this item. Um, if the others come, then that that would be more than I deserve. I see. Humility is noble, but not really our cup of tea. Um, we value honor 
honoring one's contracts, honoring a, the deal that you made. <laughs> That's right. Out behind the head. Ha ha! Dodge all time. <laughs> if you strike a deal, you must complete it. That is our way. That is that is why I'm here, despite it being something that I could very well be killed or kicked out, or I am here to accomplish what I was commissioned to do. Very well. If you want, we can make a deal. One commissioned magic item, and my gratitude towards you, my acceptance of you into the rings again, in exchange for, let's say, three tasks. First, uh, you and your group must accompany us. Two and a half, final offer. Just <laughs> you. You and your group must accompany us to Big Town. We need some extra caravan guards just in case, and it seems like you'll be heading that way anyway, if I'm not mistaken. And she holds up the scroll, indicating that this is exactly what she's talking about. Definitely not any, like, sort of, like, I know everything about you, because it's yeah. that she doesn't. She's a high wait, mind I can't remember, did yep. I have someone else read it? Because I obviously couldn't we, read it. I don't think you didn't read it at all. Either. Yeah, because no, the seal was still like there. So, yeah. so I, I... Second, I, uh, I know that you're originally from the Ruby Wing. So, I wish to see how they trained you, how well you have done. I wish to see a performance from you, Victor. Our third stage is missing an act tonight. And I wish that, uh, I wish to see what you can do with this. I would be most honored. Whatever you need, you'll have to find on your own. You can barter, but no gold. Show me that you can trade for what you need. Out of character, right? My brain goes, and I'm gonna have to sell my body. <laughs> no, like, like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll work. I'll I'll work is it. selling your body, so <laughs> sell Bolt's body. <laughs> no, I need all no, of it. Yeah. Okay, so but like, but you're you're saying like, the, yeah, yeah. Basically, like, if you need to trade favors, if you need to do work for somebody, so that they like, you know, like, hey, hold this rope Scratch for me. Your back, you know, yeah, exactly yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the third thing is a little more complex. There is a small mesa to the northwest. A few days ago, a creature was spotted by some hikers. It was a tiger with with jade skin, according to them. Or jade fur, I suppose. I, I want to see this tiger brought back to the promenade. It will make an excellent addition to the collection. If you bring that back and uh, you and your group I think that would count as the third task. However, it's a little easy with a full group and your abilities. So let's say, and she kind of looks around a little bit and she goes, ah, and she grabs uh, like a a single needle, sewing needle. And she says, this will be your only weapon. You can enhance it or do whatever you want to it, all you want, but I don't want to see you using your knives. Do I have your word? You have my word, and I am grateful for the opportunity. So, sorry to, to interrupt, but yeah. the, the needle is used as his only weapon to retrieve the tiger with the jade fur? Correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, she didn't say anything about you guys not participating in that. Like, she fully is aware that you're a party. That's 
just normal 101 stuff. We are a party. Thank yeah, you. We are a party. For a good time. <laughs> Victor just got a handicap. Yep. Yeah, Victor just got handicapped. Okay. So for this for this mission, you will okay. only be allowed to use one it just a dart. A and dart. again, if you if you can barter to enhance it or shape it or okay. change it or in, in any way, that's up to you. Enchant it, I don't care. Now I've got some idea. That's everything. Uh, if you want, you can leave for the Mason now. I know it's a little early. You can prep for your performance tonight. It's really up to you. Just make sure that all three tasks are done by the time we're ready to leave tomorrow. And we'll be good. It will be done. You have my word. It will be... Sorry, not tomorrow. We're leaving in two days. Um, and I assume that I will... Will I be uh, needing to watch my step around Hork or is he... I will talk with him. I will make sure he doesn't get in your way. Okay. I don't. I just don't want to be cast out of the town before I can... But uh, definitely... You know, he's like a bull. Don't lock eyes with him. Don't wave anything red in his face. That sort of thing. <laughs> Don's out there. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, if there's anything else, we have taken much much of your time. Thank you. Wonderful. I will begin on this. But I'll wait for task. you if she. Oh. As if Eva has anything. I don't have anything. So thank you for meeting with us. Of Adopi. course. It was nice to meet you. Likewise. And then you guys can leave. Okay. So you've got uh, you've got a couple tasks we'll ahead out. of you, Victor. Yeah, you definitely shuffle out. Uh, crabble, crabble. As soon as you leave, um, she calls Horik in so you guys can wander out of the camp on your own. You stay listening. Oh, oh, yeah. Actually. <laughs> Make sure she does not be like... Make sure he fails or something. <laughs> Crunk, make sure he fails. Um, Wrong lover. <laughs> so you two wander off uh, with Darian in tow. And Ezra, you're, you're sitting there and Horak is like, I don't even know why we're entertaining this idea. You should have just been banished and done with it. Killed even. And she goes, that's not our way, Horak. Not anymore. Just uh, stay out of his way. Don't uh, don't worry too much about him, and we'll take care of everything. And uh, hopefully, it'll be a great boon to us. And uh, his companions seem capable enough, so we shall see. And basically, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Then I will try and catch up and spook <laughs> Victor. Okay. Do I smell? I mean, farts and dirty socks. Opposing <laughs> stealth and perception checks. <laughs> it's against passive perception, I suppose. Yeah. Passive. Uh, that's a eighteen. Oh, perception twelve. Yeah, yeah. I'll spook you. Son of a! Oh, Victor! You stab him with a needle. Yeah, I son just... of a half orc. <laughs> I don't understand why you care so much to get back into this. There's so many rules. It doesn't seem worth your time, really. It's through substitution, <laughs> I know. I was just gonna say there are there are plenty of rules. I'm sure that they uh, they you're very similar. To the tuition. I just have to say this without sounding too much like I like you or something, but don't put too much of your self-worth on whether or not you meet their standards. You do pretty well. And you're back with Bolt at this point. Thank you. Bolt. Yes. I'm supposed to barter with something. As you say yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I need to barter something from you. Oh, 
Okay. I need your for science love juice. <laughs> for science love juice. Out of context, if you didn't know the backstory of that. This is the really pilfer cool. of love that they got from the hollow bed sanctum. Was that episode <laughs> three? Yep. Well, check it out. A, yeah, I have Here. A, where, whichever way. I don't, I don't know. I, think it's I need one side. dose, and I want to soak the needle in it for yeah, the rest of the day. Well, yes, sure. I'll gr- pull it out of the uh, bag of holding, hand it over to you. I'll yeah. take the needle and drop it's it inside, and I'll hold on to that. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you do with that, Victor. Me too. Horik. <laughs> you to poke Horik. It I don't know why, but that blindfolded Victor. man, he really gets me going. Victor, <laughs> I, I didn't like mind. you quite at, at first, but now. But now, Victor, it's not like tusks. I like you or anything, Baka. <laughs> Baka. No, this means in fact. Victor, we are at your service. What, what do you want us to do? I, um, to tell these two what... Oh, yes. Cotton candy. I assume Very you good. heard everything. Wink, wink. <laughs> Can't see it, but I'm winking. Um, <laughs> I can hear it. He just like squeezed the. Because he said wink. That's why you can hear it. He'll, 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 say, he'll say it out loud when he winks. That's okay. Your eyelids are very loud. We hear every blink. It's actually very obnoxious. Really dry eyes. Sorry. Should see doctor about that. It's probably all this moisture. It's like very moist under this. Like, when I take it off, it's probably fungal infection or something. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely a swap. 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 That definitely sounds like a disease. Anyways, I've got swise. It's it's a uh, something you get in the ungolan marshlands. <laughs> yeah, when you get bit by a fly, you swamp yeah. ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They constantly constantly leak weeps. swamp swamp water. Oh, and weeps. Yeah, yeah, that weeping. The occasional occasionally you'll wake up with lily pads Speak. on your. Oh. See, then you could be even you could be even more emo because like then your eyes be like you're some sort of like weird marshland dead person. Yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. Good yeah. thing there's a vaccine for it, and everybody should get it. <laughs> get your swise taken get care of today. It's two doses, a couple weeks apart. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, um, we were able to talk to Adathi. She's much more. Accommodating and not. You know, smelly. I thought she was going to be a he. You did. I did. Hmm. To, to be fair, she did look very androgynous. Oh, okay. She identified herself as a as, as a female during the conversation, but uh, yeah, she was very much like, you know, could go the other way. What Gen- about her voice? Gender she, is she a sounded, construct. She sounded and sometimes female, right? constructs have no gender. <laughs> That's true. Bolt. She's you. Our fault. Bolt, the, the dad robot jokes ally. Today. <laughs> <laughs> she, she sounded female to me, right? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, um, I don't know. She sounds like a girl, but she looked like the person. A person. Right? I, most people look like people. Most people. <laughs> She, she looks like someone who pooped and ate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A normal person. Because that's the baseline, right? A normal person. I have, that is the baseline. I'm going to have a complex. Yep. I'm not a person. History check. She was, she was present, right? She's not a normal person. Yes, okay. right. Yep. Udafi was I there when you... Uh, I, if I do remember when I saw them at the, the Chrysling, it was she was quite um, beautiful and handsome. It was... It's based on meritocracy, not 
And they Male bloodlines or yes, I think they call it the stratocracy. It's like whoever is the strongest leads, if and they're not necessarily the strongest, but the smartest, the most cunning, the most capable, most capable of the job. We got off topic, so continue. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, I hope it's okay. I he was there. She approved it, right? We good. I'm not the boss of you. <laughs> But the last time, the, the way last that this works, that <laughs> ache in his stomach says otherwise. That's what I was getting at. Sorry, like thunder. <laughs> you can do what you want. Said it it's faster fine. and better. So. It's fine. I'm not mad. Okay. It's fine. You can do whatever you I, want. I'm fine. I, Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Forgive me. I, I my uh, my whole up. <laughs> My whole upbringing was that to, to um, when we elect someone to power, is that they their word is absolute. So it's not, it's I guess cultural something I grew up with. I'm not trying to um, press on anything. You on are his living scripture, as it were. Thank so you. We are we a cult? Uh, we can, I hope so. We can I be so. And I hope that means I am the cult leader. Anyone want some Kool Aid? Yeah. Cult leaders make more money, but cult members have more fun. That's fair. That's true. Hell, Klaus. Um, <laughs> um, so the. Three things. Con, con, right. Th- yeah, three oh, things. Yes. <laughs> Step one. First, uh, we are going to go, we're going to move, we're going to uh, go with them. They need a little bit of a security detail to keep the camp safe. Uh, they're going to the, the big town. Ah, the Not big the little town. town, the big one. Yeah, Littleton is in the Pouncement Prairies. That would be much further mm-hmm. away. Yeah, yeah across her very large river. Second, um, there will oh. be... I will be doing a performance of some kind tonight, and I am hoping that we might be able to put something together. Um, whether it be a, an allegory or like, I have some ideas, and I'm wondering if you guys want to be in the performance. Absolutely, I think Ezra would be great for like a heroine type. Mm. Or the monster. Yes. <gasps> Or the heroine that turns into a monster. Or or we can give him the potion. He can turn into a hare and Ooh. I think Sarah don't drink all of it. Luckily for me. Darian nudges you, he wants in on this too. Darian. Darian wants to preach. Perfect. He can he can uh, something. We'll figure it out. We'll forgive something out. Um you could always reenact the tale of the leaping swordsman. But we can. We could do that. We know that one well. Um, so there's... And then last of all, we yes, have to go three. find a jade uh, for tiger. A beautiful tiger and a small mesa to the northwest. Mm-hmm. There's a tiger with jade fur. Um, they want it here for the collection. Mm-hmm. The only catch, I have to use the needle, only the needle to bring them back to the camp. Can you receive help for this last one? Yeah, as I explained, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just making sure that I'm not assuming. Yep. Yes, Both yes. only asking. It's fine. Only, I, but there, I am so. not able to use anything but this needle, essentially, to well the end of this test. Perhaps I can speak with it. I can speak with animals. 
with the needle. Oh, the, 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 oh, the end. <laughs> That's of what this. I thought too. I was like, "That's I cool." Cast speak with needle. <laughs> speak with needle. <laughs> Homebrew. Homebrew cool uh, spell. Oh, can't, like <laughs> speak with sword or something. Speak with inanimate object. It's cool. just. <laughs> Wait, what is my purpose? Whoa. To go in and out of thread. No! no. <laughs> oh god. Hey, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Okay. So what what uh, what's your plan, Victor? <laughs> I think as I'm talking in character. Um so I think we probably would want I guess just find stuff because we have the stuff for the, the, the for that particular al- no, it's not really an allegory the story of the weeping swordsman and so I guess we'd be because he has his, his love we have the the dad or whatever like and then um, yeah I mean I guess we'd try to find Victor would be interested in trying to find um, now she said the, the needle was exclusive to the Tiger to the, to the not to the yes. okay. mm-hmm. correct. So and the, um, I think Victor would probably spend some time seeing if he could attune to the needle. Okay. Um, to yeah. to bond yeah. with it. Yep. So do you think sword. she wants to see like you perform with your knives? Uh, just the just wants to say what I'm interested. She wants to see how the ruby wing trains their people, like how well trained it would be. So it'd be mm-hmm. knives. It would be production value. Okay. Yep. There's a five-point grading scale. I cannot wait. Yeah. Musical number, overall set design, like the whole night. We have we have a montage, I, and like everybody does the Shakespeare their, Festival. Their uh, whatever. Excellent. Their monologues. I won the Shakespeare Festival. And then Eve, Eve the director. She's sitting in the uh, the audience. She's like giving pointers, and I don't. Know. All right. Okay, so it sounds like uh, it sounds like we're going into a little bit of a, a skill test here, a skill challenge. As you guys are going to prep for the evening's entertainment, um, for the oh, for the so I mean for the weeping swordsman, I'm going to use the stuff that we already had. Okay, so you've got the you've got the cap yep. and or the the mask and the mask and what was the tricorn hat that you got? Right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. I've got it out here. You, yeah, I'm trying to remember. There's definitely the mask, and I think there was a cloak. Mm-hmm. First question: silver cloak. Hat with a feather and a cloak? mask. I, I think I did, we I kept did, Yeah, I kept it. Um, and then the onyx dagger. Those are the four mm-hmm. things that came from that. Um, but I guess like we'd basically kind of divvy out and say like, who wants to play what? Okay. So decide. Like let's let's go ahead and do that, and then uh, if there's any other materials that you need. Obviously, we're, I'm not going to make you guys do a full performance of the yeah. Weeping Swordsman again. No, yeah, um, but but we'd I, I'd also you know maybe for for you know if there's any anyone that I can see that's using like um, smoke powder or something like different things like to add yeah. different production value mm-hmm. or whatever would be. Yeah. Yep. So let's go ahead and get a a sleight of hand or no some sort of check from you. Basically, how does Victor go around uh, bartering or getting what he needs? Um, mm-hmm. I would. I'm just trying to think what would. I'd, I guess I'd confer with the rest and say like, what, what, what do you guys think would be nice for the performance? I mean, if we, um, 
magical. Didn't they have fireworks at the um, purple worm swingy thing? Oh, they did. Maybe we can we'll snag a couple of those. You want to do fireworks at the end? I'm I'm not quite the. Not an actor, so I was thinking I could help you with the technical aspects of your performance. Stage crew. So I have one. I have firebolts that I can just use, like you know. Yeah. Um, and I also have magical tinkering. I can imbue things, objects to emit nonverbal sounds, odors, visual effects, including words of text. So like I, sure. I, I can be the FX guy. One of the sounds like, is like thunder. And, but it's the Foley work that they like take the board. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get like a board and then you have this thing that's applause and it lights up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, I can, I can just use some of those. Um, and then I guess like to barter with people in, like in the, the rings, I'd look for anyone with, because we need like dress stuff, right? <clears throat> I have but some you things have... you could barter. Um, I have my jelly beans. What do oh, jelly beans do? They're just magical ooze beans. They give you like little bonuses. And I still have my uh, just a bunch of candies from what's his name? I'll, I'll tell you what to to barter. I won't give Darian any more sugar bombs for at least a month. How many do you have left? One more. Months worth. <laughs> Months worth. <laughs> I have an Amazon subscribe and save. They'll be here next week. All of a sudden, wow. a, a tall woman on a horse comes up and hands you a package. <laughs> <laughs> more than Amazon. She's Amazon. Wow. You can have them. If you what, like. What, what can I give you in... In return for these, it's perhaps. Um, in return, yes, you can promise not to give Darian any more sugar bombs. And I will, I will brush his coat. Thank you. Does he need brushing? He's a magical creature. He brushes up against you. He okay. Brushing. I need to find a brush, so I will look around camp for a nice brush. Okay. <laughs> You can brush him with your hands. I traded my hair for a brush. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this fancy gold comb you can use. <laughs> you okay. know, hair. So, Volt uh, is taking care of the technical aspect. Uh, the rest of you are kind of going around bartering and uh, trading. Let's go ahead and just do a random, probably like a persuasion check for a group check here, just to see. Volt, uh, except for you, I, I need you to do a tinker check. So what's the result on the persuasion check first? 24. 24. Mm, Wait, third. Can I buy a vowel? Six. <laughs> can you do one six. Seven. Seven. Oh, we're all doing it? Uh, no, you're, oh, here doing, okay. you're doing your, um, you need to work on like a, a Tinker's Tools thing. Eleven. Because I burnt one of these. Okay. Um, so it's mostly Eve who does the bartering. <laughs> As I walk up and they see the bandana and they're just like, no. And actually, I'll say it comes a little naturally to Eve. The town you lived in really didn't run off of gold. So mm -hmm. like trading trading a pair of gloves for a chicken and then trading a chicken for a goat, like that kind of stuff is just, that's just normal, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically what like, whatever Victor is like, 
every time you come back with like a load of goods to be like, oh, here's a, a couple costumes, and I found a couple people that are willing to be extras or whatever. Uh, Victor's always got like another like list of things for you to get, and you basically become like the showrunner to go grab things uh, for the first part here. I'm the stage manager, yeah. the Plus, stage mother. Not not to mention, like, if you want, you can also be an actor in this, and you can be like rehearsing your lines as you're as you're going, or or thinking about your character, your motivation. Basically, what you do when you're on your way to D and D, like come up with the character voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you do in the car, and then everybody looks at you weird on the highway? I play on my playlist and brood. Yep. <laughs> and then I think I think Ezra handles. Is a it lot just of the black like... parade over and over and over again? <laughs> it's, it's pretty close though. We'll share that Spotify playlist. It's just 20. <laughs> That's emo tip number three is the Spotify playlist. <laughs> Best thing about um, and then I think Ezra handles a lot of like the people that come in to be extras and everything. You make sure that they're organized and that ready for Victor. Like you full on go full like tuition discipline to be like. I get them in lines. Yeah, and like, get on get on your get on your points and, and make sure like that you're like walking is correct. I'm blocking like the action scenes out with the tailing down. <laughs> You've got like you've got like ten rows of people that are practicing fighting for like some big battle scene. That Victor's like, we're yeah. cutting that. I know we're cutting <laughs> the weeping sword. I mean, oh, it's the scene where he fights off the Arcanum. There you go. There's a good one. Yeah, 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 that's what we need to do. Yeah, we'll have the extra ones, yeah. and we'll have the. Uh, and then uh, let's yeah. get katas. You're having them do katas. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a tool proficiency check from you for Tinker's Bells. Awesome. So I'm getting an open. Yeah, Again, we don't have to go there. over the full thing. Like, I'm not going to make you, like, even do, like... No, I was, like, for, for whatever's in there, like, I assume that, you know, there's roles for everything. Would you like to use inspiration? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a natural one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Bolts. Well, Getting the pyrotechnics ready and then shoots them all off early. <laughs> uh, I'm going to add a... Full of a talk. And now we have a really big crowd. Twelve. So Twelve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not... It's not your best work. It, it's, it's short notice. Yeah, it's very short notice. notice. Uh, you're literally painting the scene as the, like the play is starting. <laughs> you're like <laughs> trying to finish up that last go. <laughs> you know, every week that we play, <laughs> one of the extras walks up and leans against the thing and like steps off and is like, "Yeah, we have game it. night. We have game night in an hour." Okay. <laughs> uh, I, Corey comes up to you and asks you, "Like, I need another figure like ten minutes before we start." <laughs> so how long just for me to toss dust you and knock it off the thing? <laughs> Actually, he he came out to me today and goes, "Now, don't get upset, but do we have any of this?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't need a printed. I just, just want to know if yeah. we have it. The answer was kind yeah, of sort of <laughs> perfect. Okay, yeah. uh, so that evening, there's a small crowd that gathers. Uh, you're on the third stage of the promenade, which like they have their big main stage where. There's a huge performance going on. Um, you can hear cheering and everything from just like the world tour around. Like they're like okay, so there's nothing on the map, but there are a lot of small towns and villages around the oasis that kind of just like sprung up. Whether it's like village or uh, employees that go and live there and everything, their families. So there's plenty of people around. It's not just like a half dozen rich people <laughs> that, are, <laughs> that are being entertained here. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> but, there's, but there's the Broadway theater, there's the off-Broadway, and then there's the off-off-Broadway, and that's where you guys are. Yeah, it's uh, Victor's one-man show, where he stems, uh, oh, I didn't see you there. It's where some of the best performances take <laughs> what place. Are you able to, what are you able to get um, Get the, the gong? Of course. Perfect, perfect. And all of this from a handful of beans. 
That was wonderful. You were quite amazing. I've never what? seen. Were they the magic them. ones? Yes, actually, they were. They the were magic beans. <laughs> we're supposed to plant those. You got a nice cow for it too. <gasps> you see some kid drops one, and then in the middle of the performance, the wait, isn't cow. it a sick cow? <laughs> like it's training for beans. Yeah, <laughs> we have a sick cow. And then Mickey cuts the single bean in what half. What story we're going on? <laughs> I'm thinking into the woods. Oh, I was thinking oh. Jack and Beanstalk. Yeah, I was thinking Mickey Mouse and the whatever. Oh, when they're like, Beep, yeah. Bifle, Man, thinking, there is so much. I was, I was thinking like Thornock and his bag of beans. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Bye, Fofi. I'm gonna start having a panic attack with how much content there is. No, Fofi. It happens to me every time I turn on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's like there's too much. Um, but there's a small, maybe about a crowd of like 30 or 40 people that have gathered uh, in these like wooden benches. And notably, Udathi steps up and she's uh, she's wearing the, the full like face veil and everything. Um, and she has uh, her uh, weapons out behind her. Uh, much like, much like uh, Lyra had her uh, kunai in kind of a sunburst pattern. Second follow mode. Mm-hmm. Yep, but uh, it's just a pair of fan blades. So they're just like full fan, and they're just kind of connected together in a circle that just kind of like uh, spirals around her. Or not spirals around her, but just like spirals slowly behind her. And she will she will sit down. Horik uh, trudges over and like crosses his arms as he as he settles in. And he, he leans over and he's like, do I really have to be here for this? And she's like, yes, yes, you do. And um, they both just Orc, wait. Come here. Come hold this. I hand him a rope. <laughs> so he has to hold up like a lighting rig. Uh, Horik will... Yeah, well, do it. <laughs> like, oh, Colby's here. Colby. Hey, you are very furry, aren't you? But go back to your room. You haven't transformed yet. <laughs> go back. Information is not yet complete. A tonic. You've turned you from a hare to a dog. You smell my puppets. So, uh, Preston, I'll go ahead and hand it off to you I will. as the uh, the band strikes up. So we'll go on the stage, um, and then I'll have um, uh, off stage. Uh, were you able to get any of the, the, the smoke and the... Okay, mm-hmm. perfect, perfect. Same most for the end, but the very beginning. When I come on stage, I want you to, to hit the gong really hard and then, then shoot the fireworks. Okay. Perfect. Ladies yes, are you ready? Everybody good? Gentlemen. All right, everybody, like, stop panicking. We'll be fine. Your seats, please. <laughs> <laughs> like thumping his foot pretty bad on the stage. This is the I just tale. slide the gong underneath him. Bong. The weeping <laughs> swordsman. <laughs> So I'll walk on, <laughs> polite clapping. We'll uh, acknowledge you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. Today we will be giving you a display of the Weeping Swordsman. And we want to uh, acknowledge all of those special in our audience. You are each um, welcome to enjoy the show. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead, before we like describe what exactly happens, give me a performance check uh, with plus two because of uh, just the general like successes that happened around the, the party. Okay. Um, 17. 17? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so is there anything special about the performance or is it just kind just of your standard? It would be pretty bravado. We want to like as 
whenever when Dallin and we're doing like the fights and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, obviously again doing the the whole like smoke powder when something explodes yeah, and throwing yeah, ribbons out, flying around mm-hmm. you, and like, and I'll take like um, have some of the some extra material on the ends of some of my daggers so that when things are happening, like they'll be like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's this cool part where it's all in slow motion and your daggers have like the thing going behind them so it looks like they're moving like trailing through the air yeah exactly yeah. exactly so it's like slow motion bullet time we have some bullet mm-hmm. time in there yep yeah um except nobody has to hold it because just exactly just or if there's a part where somebody's like falling to the ground <laughs> like the daggers there's like a little the they they're kind of like the materials in a sling behind them like mm-hmm. lowering them around slowly if you were still days. a wizard you could do Time magic to slow everything down. And then get arrested by the Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, just officer. Flash your it's badge, just an illusion. Yep. Lady Crystal. Um, and like the whole the whole shebang, um, like Tori's, um, you know, for all, all the different, you know, portions of it, his, yeah, running through the, the story of his love and the fight with the Arcanum and all that kind of stuff. And okay. it'll be like, it'll be the abbreviated, but it'll basically just take the, the parts where there's the most action and there'll be just a lot of acrobatic. Type. Okay. Darian is played as a little bit of a jester character. Comes mm-hmm. on just to disrupt the scene every now and then. He loves it. He's, you know, straight up Sally. Yep. There's a kid who's a tree, and he's just got one line, and he just steps forward and goes, "I am so, a tree." So say we all, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so say we all. And we're recreating yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the 200 part epic of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yes. So that, I mean that's. Hey. Uh, so the the performance comes to a close with a with like you giving like the final monologue. You've got like you can you even had like the onyx dagger set up with like a black ribbon to show like the hidden assassin and everything, which does get a little bit of a like a murmur from the the jade crowd. And it, yeah, it'll spin like mm-hmm. to display that it is an onyx. Yeah, and Whoa. and you you end up with like you end up with your monologue and. You've got like the the dagger in front of your face, the mask on, and everything, and uh, bolt fires off a couple fire bolts uh, for the end of the performance. The lights kind of his magical tinkering lights flicker on and off, and and everybody like just like sits there for a moment, and then Udathi starts clapping, and everybody starts clapping as well. It's not like a, an uproarious clap, but it is very much like that was good. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid like uh, six point five. Had so all not, the parts. Not off Broadway. Yeah, yeah. For off off Broadway. <laughs> for off off Broadway. Yeah, it was it was a great performance. We're pretty good together this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, so you all you all come on stage, give a bow. We'll do, when we go off stage, a little bit, Victor will be like, "That was great." You know, like your typical last performance. Mm-hmm. Drama, oh. high school. Thing. And it's all bittersweet. We'll be friends forever. <laughs> we will never stopping the friends. Kid, the kid that's the we go to IHOP. Is just like, I'll always be <laughs> for you. I really think we should have put my theremin solo in there. But I, you said no, so. I, I will. Please don't be offended. It was, it was a beautiful idea. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> as you wheel it off, <laughs> sad theremin noises. <laughs> uh, so everybody, as everybody kind of disperses, and they're like, "Oh, let's go over to the uh, the drink tent and let's grab a, a mead," that, that kind of thing. Um, Udathi actually steps up behind you without you realizing it. Like she steps into your vision, and she goes, "It's a little bit uh, overdone, but the Weeping Swordsman is a fine performance." I hit the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up, Victor. I'm here to I'm here to congratulate you on the completion of your first task. I don't need you all dirty for it. Thank you, thank you. 
it was uh, not not um, not something I could have done on my own. It's with uh, with my friends. Um, they they made it possible. The strength of others is nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that is uh, that is common among our people to find strength in your family. Now, I hope that your other task tomorrow goes as well. And uh, please let me know if uh, you have any questions. I thank you very much. Um, where would you like it delivered? I'll just bring it back to my tent. That should be fine. Perfect. Good luck, and she walks away. Uh, Horik is like, "Am I good?" Then, yep. And then I just let it go. It didn't actually do anything. <laughs> it was it was tied up at the bottom. It just goes. <laughs> and he just like just like stomps away a little bit. Um, you don't put him down as a contact. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, he's a contact. It's not a good one. <laughs> Horik, I need a favor. <laughs> well, that was a that was a fun performance. So let's just do an epic dice all round. Oh, all right. I thought, I thought you Remember, you can get anyone to do anything for you if you just say "quick" before it. Quick, Remember? This quick, quick. Yeah, I need your wallet for a sec. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's your. Wait a minute. But I think I think that night you get some sleep, uh, unless you want to stay up late reminiscing, doing anything else. Eve wants to just check on Sari. Uh, Sari, I've had the, the worst day. They keep scrubbing and scrubbing, but it just won't come off. <laughs> well, I think you look kind of cute. She definitely, like, does blush, and you, you can see, like, if, she if, fall you're, if you're behind, out her <laughs> if you're behind her, you see that little, that little bun tail that she's got kind of uh, wiggle a little bit. Because <laughs> Colby's not here, I can yeah. do whatever I want. Oh, now I'm just thinking of Shallow Hal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have a t- <laughs> you're still a person. Do you poop, do you poop and, poop and eat? eat? <laughs> you're, you're a, a person. person, and we love you. Yeah, that's a T-shirt. <laughs> poop and eat. You're a person. Eat, you're a person. <sighs> um, but she she does say that it's going to take another day, apparently, for everything to be completely wiped off. Okay. The worst part of it is that her hair isn't going to be grown back. Uh, she's still going to have the same like hairstyle. Like her her normal hairstyle didn't change. It's still the same. It's just. Hair grew everywhere else. There's just going to be one patch of hair that is long like, and bunny like ear shaped. <laughs> so it'll just turn back into hair. Oh one my little gosh. bit. I <laughs> hope she at least gets like super jump power or something <laughs> after after it all. Probably not. Night, nightmares about <laughs> bounders. Yep. Um. So the next morning, nice breakfast, continental. I would like to try to uh, wake up just a little bit earlier. And I want to try to find us a some kind of a cart, like a cage on wheels type of thing. Oh, okay, sure. Because I don't really feel like carrying a uh, go ahead and tiger thing. Cage back. on wheels. <laughs> looking uh, for a cage on wheels. Give me an investigation <laughs> check. Or a cart that's like weird, a cage. right? Rough, roughly. I'm looking to I mean, there's something. We're literally in a zoo. Yeah, we're like in a carnival thing. Can we rent this for the day? Investigation. Yeah, investigation. Watch the Jade Tiger's gonna be like this big. <laughs> or um, that is a twenty-two. <laughs> uh, yeah, tiger. you're able to procure something that uh, you could hitch up to Darien and basically use to uh, wheel back. Awesome. 
What's her name? Uh, okay. <sighs> Is there anything else that anybody wants to do for prep or? Uh, I want to like I guess at some point talk to to um, down or not down to Ezra's Ezra Dallin's character Ezra uh-huh. not Ezra's uh-huh. character yeah. Dallin. Uh-huh. Um, in it an alternate universe, yeah. <laughs> and just like weird. By the way, I, they're playing I, houses and humans. Yeah, I felt a little guilty the other day. I, okay, I was, I was writing food. something down in my in my journal, and um, it, I felt a little bad because I kind of said you smelled like old socks and farts and stuff. And I wanted to say I appreciated everything you did during the fight as well as the the performance. I, I, it was. I could not have done it without each of you. Well, don't go getting soft on me. <clears throat> we still need you to be good in combat, so. Indeed, I, with one needle, it's mm, gonna go indeed. well. Make it work. That was almost a friendship level up, and then Ezra, Ezra pulled the walls masculinity up. <laughs> melt walls up card. <laughs> Do you have any more of that serum? <laughs> you have the whole bottle. Yep. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, that needle is fully like infused. Up. Dose, yeah, infused with that. Okay. Yeah. So, is there anything left don't of the, go poke the, the? Well, I mean, it's not. It's not like it. It's not like it basically like absorbed <laughs> everything into it. It's just that it's coated in it, so the first attack will. Yeah, like poison. Will, it will poison. It'll it'll do that charm check to see if the. Yeah. Okay. So this is last resort. Um, I assumed that uh, if you said you can speak with. The animals, I'd rather, you know, it come peacefully. I don't know how peaceful it will come into captivity, but we can try. You can try. All right. I, I also have a spell that can put it to sleep if needed. You're not going to kill it, are you? They want no, it to lie. just to sleep. <laughs> spell is fist. <laughs> Punch. <laughs> not, not eternal sleep. Okay, gotcha. Alright, so you guys head out to the Cawthorn Mesa with Darian pulling the uh, cage, unless you have any uh, issues with that. That's fine. You can make you can make bolt pull it if you really want. <laughs> um, so the Cawthorn Mesa is a small kind of uh, barren mesa that rises up uh, from the ground not too far from the Ruby Oasis. It takes probably about uh, 45 minutes to get there. It's a popular, it, or it used to be kind of a popular trail that's kind of gone out of style as the People have moved on to other more uh, complicated uh, structures and whatnot. So it's Adam's Canyon. Yeah. Is there a um, a path going kind of like up the side and around, or yeah, so maybe a there's, lift there's or something? There's actually like a switchback trail that leads uh, back and forth up that uh, that's big enough for the cart and uh, Darian to, to go through. Uh, kind of <laughs> no, just be one by one, you know, you know, two by two single if you're file. really careful, yeah. but uh, basically single file most of the time. Um, and you guys are moving up, going back and forth through this. It's kind of a warm, arid day. Uh, you can see you can see the shifting dunes stretching out before you, and sort of this endless sea of sand that you know that in your mind you're going to have to walk into in in a couple days. And it's not very exciting, but uh, it's there. It's it's your future. <laughs> um, and you you come around uh, one of these bends in the switchback, and you see this uh, kind of large ledge. And there is a small house there. It's kind of like the small farmhouse. There's a, there's a pen with uh, some goats in it. It looks like a few goats are uh, sequestered off from the rest. There's a couple of chickens. 
and uh, kind of uh, feeding those chickens and kind of doing general work is a uh, small halfling. Baba Yaga. And, oh my. And, and he, uh, and he, he looks up and he goes, he goes, good day. Mate? Yep. Good afternoon. No, thanks. I, I, I had a wife and I'm, I'm good. But, uh, <laughs> oh my word! I'm so sorry. I did not. I apologize. I was not propositioning. No, I get it. just a little, just a little uh, farmer humor there, you know. <laughs> uh, yes, because you see all your goats and chickens and such. Just uh, heading up the trail. Um, yeah. Indeed. All right. That's you seen any um, green tigers? I've seen a lot of really weird stuff up in the Mesa these days, that's for sure. Green Ooh. Tiger, not really among them, but I try not to go too far up. Mm. I mean, I have gone up to the top before, but... Mm, what kind of what kind of other things have you seen? Oh, crazy noises, strange happenings. Uh, the other day, this uh, dropped down on my farm, and he kind of rummages around in this uh, chest, and he pulls out this kind of broken hunk of stone that uh, it looks vaguely like a tiny little statuette, and he's just like... Mm. May I? Yeah, of course. I yeah. want to cast Identify on it, or use Ritual okay. portion. Uh, yeah, so it's not magical. Like, if you want to, before you even cast the Ritual, like, you can use an Arcana check to right. detect. It's not magical in origin. Um, it looks like a tiny broken statue of, like, a lizard of some sort. Um, and he goes, not to mention what happened to my goats. Oh, dear. Do yeah. tell. And he, and he points over at the three that are kind of sequestered, and he says... They went up to the top of the mesa, and when they came down, they, they was all, uh, it was all strange. Uh, and he points to the tree of goats separated by some hasty, hastily constructed wood, uh, showing that one has uh, kind of rainbow-colored fur, one has sprouted another set of legs between its normal ones, and the third looks perfectly normal until its bottom jaw splits in half and it lets out an unearthly shriek. And he goes, I really don't know what to do with all this point. Yeah, like, <clears throat> did you see anything like this when you were near those that portal way back when was Sere? Mm. The Void Rift? Mm. Yes. I don't remember seeing anything like mm. this. No. Interesting. You say this fell from the sky or from the mountain? Uh, the, the little statue, I think it just fell up uh, from somewhere up the mountain, up the mesa there. So. Mm. Well, I mean, do you guys want to buy three goats? <laughs> How much? Well, I mean, I, I, I could part with them for like three silver piece. I mean, she asked for a green tiger, but... Bonus! bonus. We yeah. could bring them all back, just put them in the same cage together. We'll take all, <laughs> we'll take all three of them. I don't know, this one could probably... We can stand. use one for bait if we need to. Do whatever you want with a goat. I mean, you don't have to whisper about it or anything. Oh, he's think... close enough. He could hear me. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, feel free to take him if you want. You can you can come on your way down and grab him, or you can put him in that their cage of yours. Well, we'll think about it. All right. Well, good luck to you. Hope nothing bad happens to you. That's for sure. Colored goats. <laughs> Thank you. What was the middle one? Oh, so does it have an extra pair of legs? Up. It has six legs. Like here, no, not like, like not like a pair. 
coming out. <laughs> so there's like like a useless pair like coming out. Four in the front back. and then two in the back. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a like three or a six legged goat. Okay. <laughs> at this point, I mean, they could catch us. Probably a pretty penny at the carnival zoo thing. Dominic and the goat walk up walls. The one with six legs, like spider. Uh, I mean, it hasn't yet. <laughs> I, I don't, that doesn't mean it can't. So if, you... if it does, you can probably charge more. I wonder if the rainbow goat makes rainbow milk. I'd like to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. <laughs> Good um, choice. The like, why da, haven't I done that before? On the, on, and are you going to go, like, go over and talk to the three goats? Okay. Yes, please. Uh, what do you say? Say... <laughs> what do you say uh, in in in, oh, in uh, who Twitter the DM can understand? <laughs> in Godier. In Godier. <laughs> <laughs> you're on fire tonight. Oh, yeah, we have five epic dice. He really is. <laughs> Hello, little darlings. My name Greenfield is Field Orange. What? Grain. No. Fruvalin? Hmm. They're crazy. Green? She, she looks at us like Maz and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does the yell and go. Nerubian goes. Can you repeat that for me? I'm not sure I understand. Bounteous? <sighs> the goats like look a little frustrated. Not being able to get the right words out <laughs> and uh, gravel parfait. <laughs> oh, what happened to you up on the mesa? Winter snow, white gravel parfait headed snake man. White headed snake man. Yeah. And he looks to the other ones, and the other ones just kind of like. Like obviously nobody else can tell what they're doing, but they shrug. Like, <laughs> like it's, I'm guessing the speak with animals gives you an insight into like body language as well. So both yeah. of them just kind of shrug. One of them shrugs with their extra pair of shoulders too. Ugh, that is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> just wave. Yeah, just a wave of their body. Shrug, shrug, shrug. Just imagine like this. We're all sitting there, and there's just screaming back and forth. The goat screams. <laughs> uh, twisting wood branch. There's some of the words where it does the goat things. I I have a feeling that what you're saying, what 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 you mean to say, is not coming out the way you want it to. The, go, the goat nods. Yes. yes. <laughs> Blink once for yes, two for no. Do you really want to stare at goat eyes that much, though? You will see hell if you look in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever heard the story of Black Philip? They, they look like void riffs. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, the, the goat nods its head. Like, it, it cannot speak for some reason. There's some right. aphasia going on. Um, well, thank you for your time. <laughs> Listless raspberries. Could they be a guide? Could you be a guide for us? Would you dare go back up on the mesa? Again, like, all three, like, look at each other and they just shrug. And the, the multicolored for one steps forward and goes, uh, uh, whisper into the wind? I'm guessing that means yes, correct? And it nods again. Right. <laughs> so you will turn I to the farmer that one. <laughs> and say, we'll take them. Three silver each, you say? Yes. That's, that, that's, uh, that's correct. All 
right. Mm, inside check. Go ahead and inside. He said three copper. No, no he's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Persuasion check. Just he just said three copper. Yeah. <laughs> Persuasion. That's what I meant. Gaslight him. You said three <laughs> copper. You now are the proud owner of three weird goats. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm going to speak with animals last. Only 10 minutes. Only 10 minutes. So you I'll have probably have to cast again. Jackalope, rainbow goat, six-legged goat. You think we can ride them, dude? Um, are you taking not. all three with you or just rainbow goats? <laughs> um, we'll take the rainbow one right now. Could we leave these other two here? Of course, yeah. I, I don't charge any stable fees or anything. <laughs> I mean, I am very stable, but... I, I can tell. I'm sure lots of people want to mate with you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It happens a lot. Most people that come up here. Any normal people or just... Yeah, I mean, most people are normal. <laughs> only, the, only the ones that eat and poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are the goats? <laughs> but uh, you enjoyed talking to goats there, lady. And then he kind of just wanders off into his house. Thanks. You say thanks and goat. I mean, <laughs> you, you could have talked to them too. <laughs> oh, I do, but they just don't usually like, I don't usually talk to them in goat. <laughs> and, uh, so the rainbow goat basically just starts leading you up the only switchback trail. <laughs> He's a pretty smart goat. <laughs> Gotta hand it to him. Well, I think we should name him Cotton Candy. Oh, I love it. Oh, I bet he's not a fluffy, stew, fluff, fluffer, something with fluff. Let's name him Skittles. What are Skittles? <laughs> I don't know. It just popped in my head. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like it. Um, so for the ten minutes that you have uh, speak with animals active, it is literally like just a string of gibberish from this goat. Like there is there is no consistency. Uh, half the time there's it's not even a complete sentence, it's just random words thrown together. Sometimes they're made up words. Uh, I think you hear riboflavin in there one time. <laughs> which it sounds like a made up word, but it isn't. sounds something like magic. Science yeah. magic. Scout. Um, but oh, after after another ten minutes of walking you guys come to a small uh, platform which hosts a small cave around, uh, surrounded by the kind of this like gravelly rock and everything and the goat stops Do we not make it to the top no the 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 goat like immediately turns around and is continuing up the switchback like it doesn't uh, it doesn't think that this is the place where you want it to lead you to goat get back here right now Sit. <sighs> give me an animal handling check stay that's a four uh, <laughs> i'm rolling terrible tonight. uh that's six just tonight yeah i mean the goat keeps moving <laughs> i tried it's okay, Victor. Um, so, what do you guys want to do? There's a small, there's a small cave here. Follow the goat. Follow yeah. the goat. Okay. Wherever continue. it goes. Follow the, the rainbow goat. <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, continue up the trail. Uh, there's no. It's another. When when we pass that cave, um, do I smell anything different? Like a different presence of a different animal? Ooh, give me a perception check. That's much better. Like, um, not a tiger. Uh, yeah, it does smell like there's an animal inside that cave. Does it smell like a wet animal, a dry animal, um, a dank animal, like a skunk? <laughs> it. I'm not really sure how to describe that smell. It smells the like, dankest of swassy animals. It doesn't smell like something that's amphibious or aquatic. That's okay. Okay, like so it's not dead flesh in there. Or dead. Yeah. 
I no. think something's in there. Um, should we send the goat in to find out what it is? I mean, the goat. If if the goat comes back out, how is it going to tell us? It doesn't matter if it comes out. We know it's not the carnivore. <laughs> Unless it comes running out and the cart horse chasing it. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. I don't know, like, uh, any of the tigers or the... We, we might as well check. We're here for the tiger. Do they live in caves? I don't know if they live in caves. They have dens, right? I don't know enough about that. Did the goat stop or is it still walking? The, the goat is still walking. Like, nobody's commanded it to stop uh, or anything. It's still heading up the switchbacks. Goat. Skittles. Ah, good roll me an M1 check. Um, thirteen. Uh, yeah. It, it just put it in the baby carrier. <laughs> uh, this again? It's just his just legs yeah, okay. first. Um, sticking out. Yep. She just yells at him. <laughs> yeah, it'll stop in turn. Um, wait for us, please. Um, we want to check out this probably, we'll probably. It probably has like a collar and a lead. I didn't imagine. Yeah, I mean, if you want to put a lead uh, on it, it didn't come with like one. Okay, we'll, we'll, have dark we'll put a little piece no of rope on it and I can't use my tie it to like a, a rock or a branch or something. Stick it out. Okay. Yeah, and I'll just right. start like moving over and start eating yeah. grass. And as it like as it like picks up a tuft of grass, the grass turns multicolored as it's eating it and drops into its gullet. So, all right. So the milk's probably rainbow-colored. How about along with the cheese, Darian? Would you mind going in there? You see through its eyes. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. we can communicate telepathically. Darian nods and starts heading towards the cave. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check for Darian here. Come on, Dare Bear. Uh, so, Darian moves into the cave. You rolled a seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darian moves into the cave, kind of stares around a little bit, and all of a sudden it just starts, he just starts like backing up. Pretty quickly, and you can see you can see kind of this uh, gray pallor come over his uh, skin. And by the time he turns around, he's running towards you. Um, actually, no, I need you to roll me a Constitution save. Oh, oh shit! No, turn to stone. Ah. We have to fight blind, everybody. Hey, good for you. Save Unfortunately, us. the only weapon I have is meant for the t- the tiger. Twelve. Oh, that's why that little Twelve. thing fell down by his house. That wasn't a statue. It was a. Uh, yeah, actually, so he shakes off what little, like that gray pallor that's coming over him and rushes back as a basilisk comes stumbling out. And we're going to go ahead and get into a uh, quick combat here. Okay, let's get some initiatives going here. Oh, yeah. Starting oh, yeah. with Victor. 17. 17. Ezra. 24. 24. Eve. 16. 16 and bolt. 19. 19. Well, you guys are prepared, prepared, prepared. Rainbow go. <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> six. He's like up here, right? Got it. Yeah, he's he still kind of up the, the trail. Yeah. yeah, he, um, you bolt put a leash. I put a lead around oh, him. Nice. I around him. A uh, branch that was sticking out of the thing. Good. He's like chocolate flurbers. Yep. And he was eating, and he was eating grass uh, and <laughs> turning it rainbow. Rainbow colored. So. All right. Uh, so Ezra, you get to go first. Oh, you see this basilisk right. come stumbling out of the, uh, out of the cave system, hissing at Darian. Now, with the basilisk, 
you need to decide at the beginning of your turn if you're going to look at it or if you're going to close your eyes. Because basically it's... Because it is looking like all around trying to yeah. lock eyes with something. So if you have um, your eyes open, you'll be able to hit with a full attack, but you will have to roll a saving throw. I warned everybody about it, but I'm going to look at it. Because okay. <laughs> I want my sharpshooter to work. We don't have well. a yeah. cleric with... It's fine. Just, restoration. Uh, push go me ahead down the hill. And give me a constitution saving throw. I, have, I have it. I'm good on those. It's okay, guys. I have a lesser I'll be, restoration. I'll be Check fine. it. See if it does petrification. Uh, <laughs> nope, it's greater. Um, all right. How about 18? 18 succeeds. Okay. There's my epic guess. I'm not throwing it to you. <laughs> all right. And I'm going to shoot it with sharpshooter on. Do you want me to roll both attacks first and then on the damage? Uh. Yeah, let's okay. go ahead and roll each attack and see if it hits. Okay, so we've got a um, 20, dirty 20. 20 will hit. Okay, and a uh, 24. Yes, that, okay. that will hit as well. And these are both with sharpshooter on? Yes. Okay. So that's going to be... Um, Uh, so 39 total for both shots. 39. Okay. And I'm not going to spend my explodey stuff because I don't want to... Um, actually, I'll do one explodey thing and see if maybe I can close the cave on it or something. We'll see. Okay. See what happens. Go and roll the damage um, for that. So that's 2d6. So that's going to be um, 7 explosion damage. Force damage. Okay. Uh, and then... Hmm. It do, it's not enough to cause like a cave-in, but, but it definitely like, like shakes it, a little it bit. Shakes it a little okay. bit, and the thing uh, like hisses is basically you get a good couple shots in the okay. side. Then I'm gonna move and hopefully get out of eyesight. Okay. Kind of just get maybe like try and look at like the wall of the cave. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, and then it is Bolt's turn. Bolt, are you going to look at it or are you going to close your eyes? No, I am going to close my eyes and okay. attempt to just run up to where the last place I knew it was and just start swinging wildly. I'm going to start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack with disadvantage, So, uh, Will I be able to get up there okay, you yes. think? Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Roll the natural one, goes running off a cliff. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Fall damage. <laughs> that lurch as you step off for the first step. So the first attack misses. Is a 10 plus 6. 16. 16 will hit. Yes. Go ahead and roll damage. Good job. Well done. Uh, dice coming in handy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason we have lots of them. Yeah. Fate knew we were going to need them. That's a 5 damage. But I'm also going to... Um, Expend one of the charges on my gauntlet to blind it. Ooh, perfect. Ooh, super smart. Nice. Okay. So it does five damage. Yeah, uh, and damage. then the thing hisses is basically you slam into it, and this burst of light causes its uh, its big orange yeah. eyes to snap. Is closed. that like a time? Thing? Uh, like it's a of rounds, it's or? it's uh, blinded until the end of its next turn, okay. unless it succeeds on a Constitution saving throw against mine. Oh, we'll see. So it, it gets a constitution. Uh, yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, so we'll see. One good round on it. How does it feel? Welcome to the blind club. Fourteen. It did not make it safe, so nice. it is blinded. 
Well done. Okay. And then roll your second attack. Um, can I open my eyes for this attack? Because I know that the blind part went off. Yeah, sure. Because I, I activated I mean, it. you don't you don't know that it worked. You just know that the blind part went off. We'll see. So, uh, evens out my eyes. Odds, I'm going to go, oh, I'll yeah. take how, it. how much faith do you have? Evens. Okay. Okay. You open, open your eyes. eyes. The, the basilisk is... <laughs> and is looking very... Is looking okay. very worse for wear. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to attack again. That's with advantage, right? With yes, with advantage. Because oh, cool. I can't see it. Solid. So... 22. Okay. Uh, it only had one hit point left. So ah. after oh. Ezra's double attack. So you just full on like come down fist to the head and, <laughs> and knock this thing. I, I, uh, instead of boxing its ears, I box its eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are you like destroying the eyes with that? Um. Yes. Okay. I have, I, yes. Alrighty. Victor's going to run to the last lo known location. Not hearing any other things happening, and like run into the uh, wall. Okay, he's dead now. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not just destroying. I'm not gonna leave it. Well, alive. you guys are efficient. It's, mm -hmm. it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, this is a monstrosity. It's not a. It's not a natural born creature. So don't want to leave those eyes in the wrong hands. Yeah. We should probably like I don't the fangs or something. Fetch a good price. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Can I roll? Me, uh, uh, it would be a history. Or destroy a Horcrux. We could kill Lady <laughs> Crestor with it. Oh, but do we want? No, to? but backup plan in case she Thulean becomes Crow. Basilisk Fang. To See, the eye. See? And he he probably has a statue too. Um, go ahead and give me a nature check, or no, sorry, a medicine check. No, no, no. Nature. Sorry. Medicine was rude. If anybody got <laughs> stoned. Natural medicine. Homeopathic. Uh, 11? 11? Do I know anything about basilisks? Uh, you know that basilisks, like, there is a process to distill the the stomach acid of a basilisk to make it, uh, to turn it into basically an, an unstonifying potion, as it were. Oh. So um, it might be worth something mm -hmm. to get. Yeah, it would be worth acid. I have um, the alchemist supplies, okay. and with that comes like some jars and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so you can like you can spend some time cut the basilisk open. Um, I'll pop some teeth out just for yeah for uh, basilisk tooth dagger for yeah like for something Ooh, to be used in the future. Cool. Like a spray dagger, you can get two um, doses of this and start trying to like distill it if you want. Not now, like obviously, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have, All right. Time. Would that be like a sleight of hand? I, I mean, it's it. Go ahead and give me just like a basic survival check. Yeah. Survival. It's not like it's hard That's to pull teeth four. out. It, you pull a couple teeth out. I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> you don't do it smoothly, like they they definitely like, I just snap like, off. But pull it out and. Uh oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm saying this aloud so I don't forget that I have the aura of protection. Oh, plus, 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 four two plus, plus four to your AC. Plus four to your AC. Oh, All right, it's a mini bless. Yep. Yeah. With, within 10 feet. Within 10 feet. But it's an auto plus four, right? Not yes. Yeah. Nice. That was yep. very good. Okay. Uh, and then searching, like, if you go search the rest of the cave, there isn't anything else in there. It looked like it was just a... It, it's a hunting ground. You can, okay. you can smell where it probably... Well, I guess it wouldn't poop where it sleeps. That's uh, hmm. Animals don't usually it does smell. There's a point like over here. Yep. Yep. 
There's a bunch of petrified <laughs> dung. This is actually made out of petrified dung. But it's a normal person. If, if yeah, poops, it's a normal person. It's basilisk quartz. Even the damn basilisk is a normal person. Maybe we need to adjust these parameters a little bit. Bolt's going to like build something so that he can. Yeah. I'm gonna build a, a poop maker. When just I left so you can tonight, Lucy gave me a kiss right here, and she was eating chocolate. I have oh, no. chocolate kiss. Nice. <laughs> Penelope does that with freaking uh, Nutella. We Ooh. bought Nutella, and like that night, Becca put it on the shelf, and she's like, "I don't think the kids are gonna see it." By the time I woke up the next morning, the whole thing was gone. Oh my gosh. You gotta 100%. get. I showed you the vat that we Seriously. got. Seriously, we gotta, like get, a, we gotta get a bucket. You gotta get a lock on your pantry. <laughs> That Seriously. too. Or just we don't buy We put all the kids' snacks on the bottom shelf so we know we can control what they eat, and then all yeah. the good stuff is away from For them. Real. <laughs> For real. Until they get smart enough to grab a chair, and then I'm out of luck. <laughs> so maybe one more year. <laughs> okay. I added two of uh, jars of basilisk stomach acid. It's perfect. Because it makes it makes sense that like it would turn things to stone, eat them, and then have a way to like digest yeah. that back into normal mm -hmm. yeah for sure um so you guys uh continue up after that uh, after so, properly disposing of the basilisk pushing it over the edge to fall down onto the farmer's <laughs> house again you know or whatever you do um and the goat leads you up another couple switchbacks until you come to another ledge with another cave uh but this one is probably more where you want to go now the goat is continuing up the trail until you stop it again uh, but you're all a little bit distracted by the large uh, statue of a saber-toothed tiger in mid-swing. It has one paw just kind of like swiping out at nothing, and it is completely stone. So there's saber-toothed tigers in here. What's the green one? Is it green? Is it gray? Mm, stone. Go over and like feel its face. And... Yeah, Obviously, I mean, it, it, it is stone. Do, I, do stone? I smell any other large cats? Mm. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Does it smell like a dealer? Or here, I guess. Either one. Mine's on about nine. Um, perception two, so that's eleven. Uh, you you don't smell anything other than cat, obviously. But you do hear mewling coming from the cave. Mm. No baby kittens. Oh no. So you get goats. We'll get a saber tooth. I we can become uh, he man. Oh. Yeah, battle cat. That's right. That's armor. Multiples or just one? Uh, as far as you can tell, there's at least two in there. Does someone want to check it out? I'm afraid I'm not the right person. Uh, yeah, I'll this. go in with the torch and okay. and see if I can find okay. it. It's, it's not too deep. Like, it's just a shallow cave. You step in with the torch, and uh, you, you come across a set of four tiny saber-toothed kittens. <gasps> oh, one for each of us. One of which is currently like hissing at you and like play like trying not playfully swiping but like trying to be as ferocious as possible. Which I just I just I just um, low chuckle as I like now, reach out and it's, it's like. What makes retrofit is it a girl goat? Tell me it's a girl goat. The goat. I'm not milking a boy goat. Uh, it's a yeah, girl goat, it's right? A girl goat. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, his mom is right here. Here, I want to go stone. over. I want to go over to the the goat, and like, can you ask him if I can milk him really quickly for the little kitties? Um, Him? Hang on, there's there's ben something Barber. else very important with these cats that oh, I, okay. I want to get to first. Uh, namely that 
their teeth are made of diamond. And Whoa. their fur is uh, metal or gem. Oh. Specifically, there is one that the one that is swiping at you is uh, has gold, actual gold fur. Um, there is a there is a ruby one that looks a little uh, subdued. There is a sapphire furred one, and then there is an onyx furred one. And they're all just oh. tiny kittens. Like barely three months old, you know, in that most adorable stage, their fangs are very, you know, the big. Uh, so they're on the verge of being feral, they're but they're still tameable. So we gold fur, ruby fur, sapphire, and what was the other one? And uh, onyx. We can't take these. That would be. They're going to die without their mother. We can fix that no. problem. La 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 la. Oh, I want the also, <laughs> I forgot to mention it. There is a lot of other fur around here from the mom. And it is green in color. We can bring Victor. I know. We we have to bring them with us either way because with the kitty moms coming with us one way or another. Um, I'm, I'm going to grab a little bit of like dried meat from my rations and offer it, and see if any of them actually try to eat it. Uh, so they don't take any of the meat. Uh, but Victor said that he was milking. Over. Yeah, little a little rainbow milk. How, how? Wow! <laughs> how much time has passed? Do I need to cast? Both. Uh, yes, Both. Yes. Try the milk. Okay. I'll come back in and grab the milk. Okay. Come back in. All right. And lay, just kind of lay it in front of them, mm -hmm. and then just kind of step away, back and up. So the 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 gold one does it like side cat hop towards it, like <laughs> I'm dangerous and you better leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, but then it starts kind of like sniffing, and the other starts sniffing it a little bit, and then all four of them just start like oh, chowing I love down. Them. You're I not imagine a lady. them like on Aristocats. Yeah. They're like, Marie. You're <laughs> not a lady. You're a sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm afraid if I try speaking with them, they'll speak in gibberish, but I will try. Okay, so you're going to cast speak with animals again? Yeah. Okay. What would you like to say in DM to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Everyone, I apologize home. to all of you. Hopefully, you're not trying to. No sleep. apologies <laughs> and to you and you no and you. <laughs> not to you. Um, I will. Uh, Eve will say, "Hello there, little cuties." You speak cat. I do. And uh, the it's the ruby, no, the um, the sapphire one that steps forward and is kind of eyeing you curiously. It's Nyanaquathan. Can you tell me what happened to your mummy? Uh, well, we were we were playing on the edge, and uh, you can clearly hear like they they're kind of like all trying to talk over one another. Uh, three are uh, girls and one is a boy. Okay. Um, but eventually, like. The, the sapphire one is the one that kind of like everybody else just kind of like defaults to her being the, the speaker. And she's like, we were, we were playing, we were playing at the edge and our mom said to run to the cave and she, she sounded very scared. So we did. And then we heard hissing and, and growling and then, and then nothing for a while. And eventually my sister and she uh, kind of nods her head to the gold one who was actively like attacking Bolt's foot at this point. Not like, not now it's now it's playful. Okay. Like, yeah, it's just like a playful like. I'm just like I, I, I just like reach down and just give it a little yeah. like behind and it's, it's, it's sort of like it's, yeah. bat. It's yeah. the kitten yeah. that doesn't quite know its claws yet, so it digs in really good. <laughs> good thing you're made of metal. <laughs> yeah. Although they are diamond claws. So. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, went out and saw that she she was gone or she was uh, whatever that is out there. 
I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, we we've been really hungry. Thank you for the food. Oh, you're welcome. I think I know what happened to your mother. Um, she was attacked by a terrible beast called Basilisk. Okay. But we've killed it. <gasps> and I think we have a remedy to bring her back. They kind of like look at each other, not not really understanding too well, but they've all kind of like not. You can you can get our mom back. I'll make everything all right. And they all kind of like perk up a little bit at that, and, and then they they go back to their milk, <laughs> just because like they don't know what else to do. They're just kittens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Do you we'll, we'll do what we can. And can you tell me, little darlings, have you always had such beautiful, unique fur? Uh, ever since we were born. Hmm. I suspected as much. All right. Okay, fellas. We've got to fix the cat. Uh, how? <laughs> fix the cat. I'm sorry, Victor. Do I know it's how well vulnerable. they're treated? Because we got to bring it back. We're putting them in captivity. We can't bring them back. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. The kittens will die. Well, that's what I'm saying. They all ha- it's either all or nothing. Do you want to start working on the antidote? Uh, yeah. Can I use the alchemist? I think this is a start. test. Uh-huh. Go ahead and give me a... It, this seems like something you are people would check. do. This yep. is a test of your honor. The test to see if I get the... The test the to see if you don't do a dishonorable thing, like actually bring this cat back. 18. 18? Okay. If it's not, there goes my chances. It's up to you. I won't. I won't stop you either way. But I think this is a test of your Victor, inner strength. I agree. I I worry what will become of these kittens. Surely someone will find a way to kill them and use them for their resources. Side note: You're such a cruel DM. <laughs> It's the most cruel thing ever. <laughs> hey, go what? get this thing, and we find out that it's it's got babies. No. Um, <laughs> does the question the way that they in the net ring? How do they treat their stuff? Are, is it like their companions, or are they caged? I mean, you've never you you didn't really ask. You don't really have that much knowledge about the jade. They're like walking around where well, yeah, everything we see. I mean, they were, they were in tens, but they didn't look like they were mistreated. We should ask Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. How, how do they treat you? How, is it, how do they treat you there? Um, so it does take a little bit longer um, to make this concoction, mostly mm-hmm. because uh, the gold cat is continuing to try and like dive through your alchemy supplies and play with you. So you have yeah, those, I have had to like, catch so many things on, on the little When they say the it's like rock. hurting yeah. cats, <laughs> it's, yep. it really is. Yeah. Um, but you do end up making that remedy, so you can uh, use one of the doses on uh, the mother. Is that a cantrip for you, mm-hmm. Tooth Animals? Mm-hmm. So it's probably worn off by this point. I, I, I would say it did take about 10 minutes okay. in order to so I will just run out of the way. Well, up, up to you if you would like to cast it again, but um, if you want, I was just planning on pouring it on it and then hopefully maybe, you know, seeing that... Calm emotions, quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to walk over to it, uncork okay. it, and 
I will cast Speak with Animals again. (laughs) And I'll just explain to the kitties. I'll say, now when we bring your mother back, she may think that we mean mean you harm. Um, So it would be incredibly helpful for us. We, We don't want to hurt her. But if you can let her know that we're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, sure. Sweet. And they all like run out of the cave in order to like start circling their mom as Bolt starts pouring. Um, nobody's standing in front of the tiger, I'm assuming. Hide the goat. I'm behind a tree. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because it is it is mid swing, and as soon as like the stone like cracks and breaks, it shatters into uh, a fully a, a fully adult uh, saber tooth tiger with jade literal jade fur and diamond claws, and she finishes her swipe. And uh, Tori, you can hear her go, Back, I said! And then she stops and she, she goes, Wait, what? And she turns around and she sees her kittens first and starts like, You're safe, you're safe! And she starts, you know, automatically like licking them, uh, which looks like it might be a bit painful with her. Yeah. And, then she, and then she stops like mid-lick like cats do sometimes when they notice <laughs> something. And Slowly she looks, at, looks up at you and uh, just starts to snarl. Please, please, we we mean you no harm. Your your kittens can attest to this. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. The milk bowl's still sitting there too. <laughs> I see you gave them a milk bowl. <laughs> we all all saber two tigers know what a milk bowl milk is. Bowl is. <laughs> uh, that's nineteen. Nineteen. Um, yeah. So she she's a little wary and kind of like make sure that her kittens are okay. Um, and you kind of move to the side a little bit, and she, and she kind of uh, sits, and she goes, "You're a priestess of the claw." I am. And she kind of bows her head, and she says, "It's an honor to meet you. Thank you for saving my life and rescuing my kittens." It is my pleasure. I am so sorry that you were turned to stone. Oh, I. Is that what happened? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. That creature, the basilisk, it, it, it changed you, but we, we've disposed of it. it. It can't get you again. Good. Good. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to thank you with. It's quite alright. I, I have a couple of questions for you, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. You're, you're made of jade. Oh, just, just the fur, and she kind of like shakes, and you can see uh, a few like pieces of the jade like uh, shed off as she shakes, and as soon as they leave her body, they turn back into just like green hair mm. follicles. And she said, um, "Yeah, about a month after I was with Litter, I, I went up to the pool at the top of the mesa and drank from it because I was thirsty. And uh, the next morning, I had." And she flexes like her diamond claws and everything. Mm-hmm. And she seems actually a lot more intelligent. And like, like usually you can see the body language, but you all can see like the body language of a more intelligent creature. You can see the intelligence behind. And Eve is it's translating a regular, it's to a regular you this whole time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, I, "I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I transformed, and, and then my my uh, litter was transformed as well. They're beautiful." They're adorable, and she like, she like, pushes the the ruby one down that's trying to like attack her tail <laughs> and everything. We were sent here because there have been some people who've noticed you, and 
it seems it's drawing attention. I was afraid of that. Anissa's not going to be safe for my children. No. I think we might potentially have a solution. We, we, to be honest with you, were sent here to capture you. It kind of like causes her hackles to raise just a little bit, but uh, hackles? Do cats have hackles? Sure. Hackles. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It does that thing where its tail gets really big. But yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they um, also all put their fur on, the on their back. Yeah. The the onyx one also uh, ducks down and does that little butt wiggle, saying it's gonna pounce. Um, and she goes, "I'm assuming that you're not going to, since you're telling me this." Well, I want you to be safe, and I'm worried that others will come to capture you. Um, but perhaps we could find some place safe for you, um, I, away from here. If you can find a safe place where we can roam free without worry, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to go there. I'll defer to you on this, Victor. Um, yeah, I assume you're telling everybody. Yeah. I wonder if we will find a place for them, but if in exchange for their safety, um, it be just the jade. The others can stay private, but if the Jade Tiger will come with us to the camp. This camp is safe? She says not even needing a translation. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will protect you. And the people we are taking to present you to are very honorable. They're part of the Eight Rings. They're called the Damascus Promenade. And she she looks at the cage that you guys brought with you and she says, and we don't need to be in that. Absolutely not. Go ahead and give me one more persuasion check and with advantage again, just because you are an emissary of... The Clash! <laughs> oh. Well, if the Damascus Promenade betrays us, we're just going to have to have a John Wick episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And that's 26. <laughs> if, if they will have us and protect us, we will protect them. Do you agree? I would keep the children well, out of sight. I, I, well, I have another opinion on that. I think that we should present them all as... Not as... Um, attractions in their little zoo, but possibly um, com- companions. Like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God. God. We are going to start a cult. Yep, gods for their cult. Um, but companions to their to their uh, their their group to help protect the group and, and once the cubs grow old enough, they'll be able to help as well. The closer the cubs are to the mother, the safer they are. It's fair. Basically, we can say, "Hey, look, we're not gonna, you know, well, you can you can have this if." How, how big are the babies? Oh, they're like kitten size, like right. full on kittens. Okay, still, yeah. we could try and keep them concealed as as we go through town. I mean, obviously, we can't conceal the mother. Yeah. Um, just to pre- pre- 
protection Most, sake. Mostly, I'm not worried about those in the ring. I'm worried about those without. Mm-hmm. I agree. But the ring can po- probably protect them. My intent is to bring the mother to the ring. Um, not, not to... My contract is to bring and deliver this for them to... to... Uh, to bring the cat. Said nothing about me requiring the cat to stay. Give us change. My intent, my intent was to bring it, and <coughs> should the should they not listen to our pleas, um, I okay. believe the honorable thing would be to let the the cat decide whether they want to stay or not. Yeah, that was my so my thinking was just to explain this better is take it and say. Hey, you did, you know, you say, hey, I did what you wanted, um, but there's some extra stuff. New information. There's, yeah, this, this well, cat has. They yeah. couldn't possibly know. Yeah, and that's, and that's yeah. kind of where, where Victor was. The mom has a, yeah. has a litter, and if you. Presented as such. Yeah, if, say, if, you, if you take care of these cats. I have no problem. And, and train them, basically. Yeah. They could, they could probably yeah. become part of your group. Well, again, as long as to just bring it back, right? When I mean, said to for their co- no, for collection, sure. and so that's what I was thinking was that I bring them back and say and say, look, here's the cat. Realize that this cat is has some higher form of intelligence. It's not your just beast of burden mm-hmm. or whatever, and that for me to feel like it's an honorable thing, I'm, I I don't believe or like. He doesn't believe in slavery, right? And so, in that sense, mm-hmm. because and it's neither, a higher neither intelligence, does the jade wing it would be, yeah, it would just be, it would just basically be like there are ground rules that are stipulated to this. Otherwise, I will defend this this cat until it can find its way out of this. I, I guess my only my only issue with the whole situation would be just what's their what is their intention? You know, is this a is this a masquerade of exotic animals that they take from town to town and charge money for people to see? Like a like got a, a regular you know, tiger king, masquerade. you know, like a <laughs> circus or something. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's what the, that's what they have all of their exotic. You know, maybe, maybe they could, maybe these these saber tooth tigers that are. No, like if it's if it's like your your and and that's where I'm trying to get get to as well as like understand if they are going to treat it like, uh, Dritz and, Brainfart, Guinevar, um, and Guinevar, right? Is it going to be a Guinevar situation where like if there's a uh, a bond, a, a bond, yeah. or is it going to be? Hey, you're here. Mm-hmm. You're on display. I, I think. Yeah. I think at this point, all you can do is Trust, go exactly, and, and that's what that's where I'm, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, you we'll take the, the green cat. We'll bring the kitties. And that's where I'm thinking. We're not opposed to fighting our way out. Yeah, well, that's, that's, and, that's, <laughs> and that's why I'm, I'm thinking that keep the small kittens out of it, so that way, if there is a fight that breaks out, that they're not like a hostage situation or like sure. a, okay, collateral damage or something. So, if if Mama Kitty is okay with that she's already not in here yeah all right then we'll just load the goats up in case i'll i'll get I, in front of the the cat the goats will be a good off to it, no it'll like as soon as you bow it will bow its head as well the goats are also a good like bargaining chip as well be like hey we Extra also goods. have these yeah, crazy goats <laughs> they're literally crazy hey you, you know that cotton candy? You don't have to color it anymore. Now you can make yeah. like cotton or just rainbow like cheese. With it. Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Sounds so. <laughs> cotton candy made out of cheese. 
Like rainbow cheese. Rainbow cheese. Goes good with string wings. cheese. Rainbow string cheese. Um, are you heading down the mountain now? Um, I am a little curious to check out this pool up on the top of the mesa. Yeah, we could all get cool superpowers. Or just be <laughs> drink or some formula. Be or get, or get lymphoma. Your, your adventure is you already have Ezra, we do not wash our pits One of you is blind. I thought you were going to say you already <laughs> are deformed. You're already deformed. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, maybe, so. maybe I could finally <laughs> poop. <laughs> drink the water. It's a, a normal situation. You turn into a real I'm human. A real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I don't like this. I'm all squishy. <laughs> um, the the mother says, "I will, I will remain here with the litter until you are ready to leave." All right. Let's go check out the pool. All right. Let's go. Let's go up. Push someone in. <laughs> oh no! All right. Uh, so the guns. <laughs> He's going skinny dipping in the pool of sacred tears. I think it's like funny that the goats goats were able to make it all the way up to the top of the mesa without getting killed by <laughs> the, the basilisk or the tiger. That's how you know they're actually I, elder I think gods. I was thinking about that too. These caves are kind of like off the beaten path a little bit. You guys they, were exploring they, a little bit more. They didn't go up the uh, path. They, they climbed the mountain <laughs> they like They did goats the billy goat do. thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Maybe there's some other switchbacks and it just decided to take you up this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that trail. more as if the out the goat climbs. Right? It's true. It's a quicker yeah. route. That poor and farmer. I'm sorry. Eve would have asked the tiger what her name was. Uh, she doesn't have a name. Okay. She said I was never given a name. I am Jade. We'll tiger, call you so. Gwenabar. <laughs> no. Original names only. This is yeah, original. Wardawin. Wardawin. So at the top of the mesa Gwenabar. is kind of this... Um, rocky outcropping area with um, kind of this pool in the center. Uh, it's surrounded by strange and exotic plants and flowers that look twisted and warped by the clear water beneath it. Uh, the water itself looks normal, though periodic bubbles from the center of the pool cause some waves to ripple outward towards the shore. Uh, one such wave washes over the smooth black stones that make up the bed of the water. And with a multicolored shimmer, the biggest of these stones begin begins to flicker and glow like a campfire on a summer's night. How big of containers do we have? How much can we bring back? Does it do anything when we leave? I do have valid questions for science. Yeah, I do have some jars. We could get some samples or try to. Take a jar and then go dump it on like a rock over there, see if it flickers like the other one. Go for it. I, well, since you can't see, <laughs> I'll like splash. Oh, crap. Do you put your hand in the water? <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> not. After all, I, the way you're looking at me, no. I'm just curious. I'll take like a, I was going to take like a flask or something, just barely, yeah. barely dip the edge in and, and not touch the water myself. So as soon as like the flask touches the water, you feel it kind of vibrate in your hand and its mass turns into a hundred tinier flasks, and it just kind of like does, like breaks apart in your hand and dissolves into the water. Hmm. Can so we tell? Flask molecules going around. <laughs> Careful drinking that. Is we'll there like um, so? Is it like a spring that's bubbling up out of the it ground? Looks, or you can't really. Oh, actually, sorry, Victor. How close are you to the water? I will be close enough, probably like two or three feet to, from it. To see it? From the shore. Uh, Victor can see clearly something down in the center. 
And I mean, through the blindfold, you are clearly seeing a bright, shining like light. It looks exactly like Alt Steel. <gasps> I think oh. we should go swimming. I think we should do it. Bolt, you're, you're not the person. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> not a normal person. So you person. are an exceptional I'll person. I'll do it. I seem to be really lucky lately. So perhaps. You okay. could come out looking like an elf. We'll Maybe. still love you. Oh, let me take off my armor. I don't want to mess this up. Uh, before yeah, you I'll just get all out of there. Before you just dive <laughs> <For> in. <science. laughs> Why don't you know, maybe like dip a pinky toe in and just It's see all you. the same, I think. You're the same. <laughs> all right. Do you have like one of those I'm sumo- waiting in. You have one of those sumo you divers? Have, you have uh, go ahead and give me a constitution save. When you come back out, you have tiny little baby legs. Okay. <laughs> using up the dice. You're going to have a Deadpool arm. Uh, 15. <laughs> 15? Did you add, you add yeah. plus four as well? Yeah. Oh, 17. Hey, still not enough. What? So uh, I need you to roll me a d20 and tell me if it oh is, uh, what, what the result is on oh, that. Oh, wow. 20. 20? Okay, so this is the What the? <laughs> 20 is the top result. 20 is the top result. Thanks, Siri. Shh, don't say that. We've got so many devices. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Start a chain of horrible things. Give me just a second here. Oh no. 20 is good. 20 is good. Okay. It's better than one. You go into the water. Okay. You don't notice any effect. You notice some tingling against your skin. You're a mermaid. Obviously, you're still like swimming through the water, so there's nothing like. You don't see anything specific uh, so far. Um, you you kind of swim down to the bottom and you you reach and you grab this uh, piece of alt steel, um, and you come wading out of the water. And everybody watches as uh, Ezra emerges from the water and he had like his hair has grown super long uh, and is now golden. Does he like and do he, the, and he like, does, like the hair flip? Like oh. the yes. and as he flip. flips it up, you can see a small spiraling horn coming out of oh his Oh my gosh, Ezra's gone Super Saiyan. You're beautiful. And you just come out, you don't notice it because obviously like yeah. you, you maybe start noticing the hair. So you have a, you basically have a, a little bit of unicorn in you. Oh no. Um, so <laughs> you, you have <laughs> the unicorn's healing touch Oh and teleport gosh. abilities usable uh, three times for the healing touch and once for the teleport ability. Okay. Uh, uh, and then once that's once that's done, probably your your body will start reverting back to normal. The golden hair may stay depending on <laughs> what you want for your character. Uh, but currently, Ezra is part unicorn as well as the other. Wow, half human or half elf, half, half orc, half, half unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> All Which man. 150%. <laughs> All party. Why is All everybody party. laughing? What's wrong? Oh, you can see it too. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. There's... Ezra. <laughs> wow. Hubba, hubba, wow. You look like Why is this just I mean, a furry's I mean, delight? It is basically like, it is basically like the, the shirtless man Marvel scene. For Ezra right now, like does it work? My <laughs> Chris Pratt getting yeah. goes down. Yep. <laughs> does it work on constructs? Probably. I dip but my now toe. the alt still is not in it anymore. You, you dip your toe. In. I dip my toe. Dude, you're gonna get like constitution. You're gonna get a disease. You're gonna get swise. 
Constitution of So with the with the modifiers or no modifiers? Uh, with <coughs> like full on constitution saving. Okay, so that is twenty-four. Uh you feel the magic like coursing through they're starting to course through you. You can you can pull out or you can succumb to the effect if you want. Succumb to the effect. Okay. You grow. What's the final eyes? <laughs> now you're a spider. Just, just wanted to make sure. Unless it's like a, you're dead, then I will. You don't know what it is. is. Like it is, you can't tell. You don't. You don't have any sort of Hold the dagger in each. Oh, <laughs> he thinks. He thinks Ezra looks really cool. Ultimate rogue. Okay, go ahead and roll oh me a d twenty. Is there a uh, turn into part spider in there so like we can have a dagger in each arm, arm and then have extra eyes so you actually see? Sixteen damage would be insane. Okay. So this will be a beneficial effect for you. <laughs> yes. Too bad Sarah is not here. I know. Maybe she would turn back Darian, to normal. Wait a second. Is Darian still stone? He never got turned to stone. No, no, he never okay. got. He yeah. started to, but he he succeeded. Um. Go ahead and roll a d10 for me. Seven. So your your pants start to grow shorter. As you grow seven inches taller. <laughs> Why are you all so small? <laughs> so ma make sure you mark oh, that down. How tall are you that now? Is, that makes me. That is a permanent thing, by the way. That, <gasps> oh, is, not, uh, that is not a. You're going to have to uh, take freak. out those pants. <laughs> how many? Seven inches. So, yeah. how tall are you now? Taller. So, I am. Features and traits. Description. I am six feet, oh. seven inches. Okay. So you're on par with him and uh, just about that much taller than me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh, se seven foot six. Yeah. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, both yeah, is big. You're both. a big boy. Yeah. Well, Eve feels like a little person here. I guess I'm a beanpole. Victor, you're so tall. Now you're gonna get like you're gonna be all clumsy. Oh, yeah, all that working out has paid off. Well done. <laughs> we should dip again. See what happens. Uh, I'll take this and count myself. Back. <laughs> oh, dang. I really want to see somebody draw some fan art of <laughs> Unicorn Ezra, <laughs> Unicorn Half Orc. Yep. It's so weird. He's got his tusks and a horn <laughs> and green skin with yep. gold hair. And so now oh unicorn gosh. horns are kind of like twisty. Yeah. Right? It's a spiral. Oh, do, yeah. your, do your tusks also go like twisty? Oh gosh, no. do you want them to? No, just no. Horn. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> but you do have a chunk of alt steel in your hand. All right. So. This is invaluable. Wow. May I? I can't believe it. You should touch the Vision water. Time. It's so cool. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it all touches sweet. Yes. Um, your mind flashes back to uh, long, long ago. Back before you, anytime you remember, obviously. Um, back before any of the other visions? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so you are, you, you, you kind of have these weird flashes of uh, something carrying you out of the marshlands and into the shifting dunes. And you see this large uh, being. You can feel like it, it's metal on your metal, which is a weird sensation to feel metal on metal. Um, as it carries you right towards Big Town. And that's all you get is some Ooh. large being carrying you towards Big Town. He turns back into a hunk of steel. And now we <laughs> have to go see. <laughs> Actually, he, the mountain is a person. And now a bolt is that person. Bolt is the mountain. Maybe. 
He's a titan. Um, once you're done inspecting it, I'll take that back and I'll say... What does it smell like? Does it taste like... <laughs> Everyone licks it and smells <laughs> Um, It smells like a halfling. Okay. Like the halfling <laughs> farmer you just met. Mm. Smells like the goat farmer down the road. It smells like uh, it smells poisonous. This is not a halfling, unless that halfling is injected with poison. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to. You know, this is gonna happen. Just every, pre-roll it every time. Yeah, every time, time. Just have pre-roll. Like, yeah. Um, you get you get that same kind of scent of arcane magic. Uh, in the air, like when Bolt casts a spell. It smells like Bolt discharged. <laughs> wow. Eve will just lick it. Bad name. Okay, so you get some taste here. You'd probably be able to smell it too if it's that close. Probably. It tastes like order. Mm. Tastes like justice. You don't know how you know dun, what the dun. taste of order is, but <clears throat> it tastes exactly like I know exactly what that smells like, actually. Because that was my first one, I believe. I think so. Very interesting. Yeah, what does Darian smell? Darian? You will never know. <laughs> he scratches his nose. Does he do the cat like? <laughs> he, eats, he eats it, <laughs> or it scares him like a cucumber. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like jumps, and he lands in the water. Um, Eve, I, I think you should hang on to that. You never know when it will come in handy, like it did for Bolt. Right. <laughs> handy. Yes. She'll put it. Army. In her. <laughs> Or bounder pouch. I like how your Na- your metal armor has pockets. <laughs> well, thanks, it has I was pockets. Say, <laughs> my sister in law says that nature's pocket is like. Oh okay. Prison. <laughs> well, actually, it's the men's prison's pocket. Yeah, prison wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. The men's only has one nature pocket. Yeah, it's, it's less pleasant. Don't yeah. let him pick. But wherever, pocket. yeah, wherever you want to store like, that for the Tarman quest. We yeah. will just put it in actual pocket. Okay, sounds good. It's a chainmail pocket. All right. I'll put it in a so little like satchel on Darian. Bounder pouch. Cool. Yeah, Which is also what you call the side saddles. Like, yes. Yeah, the, the saddle um, I'm definitely gonna wear pouch. a hood into town so people don't try and like capture me and put me in the prom. <laughs> Unicorn boy, come on, come on, look at this. Uniboy. My Uniboy. But it's just like. <laughs> I, I, I think you'll find that being unique He's is actually kind excited. of fun. Uh, but exciting thoughts, apparently. Okay. <laughs> is like, that all this, we want? I feel to like do I'm or? in a weird therapy session, and I'm telling my therapist about a weird dream I had. <laughs> For some reason, I have this big horn. <laughs> Does the hair glow? The hair? Uh, no, like it. It shines a little bit. Shine. Like if I sing not like a song. Does magic. it glow? <laughs> do either one of us want? Do to either one of us want to try the water? That's how I do the healing. <laughs> I'm I'm so scared. I don't want to do good. it. I want to, but I'm like I, yeah, I want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. Bolt. You two are the crazy ones. I'll double dip. Put my toe in again. <laughs> Nothing oh, happens. Oh my gosh. Okay. Nothing happens. Yep. 
I've just been lucky lately, and I figured if something bad was going to happen, I could maybe I don't know. swing my way out of it. If I was seven inches taller, then, uh, <laughs> then, then, no then Hori, uh, Mary and Pippin situation. I know, that's what I was just thinking. He's drinking it. It's like, no, wait, no, he said don't drink it. And then Horik wouldn't be uh, you as tall as me. seven <laughs> inches shorter. Everyone knows I'm the tall one. Okay. Uh, Head back down the mountain? Yeah. Too, Does, much, too much fun up here. Unless I can get a I'm barrel of that water. <laughs> does the spring uh, start to like? Does the magic start to like diminish a little bit? Uh, now that the alt still is. An arcana check. I wonder, did Mister Harry Bottom oh, salesman? Eight. Did he get this? Where he get his magic from? Mm, he's a friend eight. of yours, yeah. isn't he? Um, I just heard about. You can't really tell. No, he was. <laughs> Judging by what you could tell from all the seal, because it is like a nebulous uh, chaos. <laughs> Uh, it probably has been affecting it. Whether or not it's permanently made this pool a weird miasma of randomness is yet to be seen. Goldie would love this. <laughs> Dang, I want. Tori wants to touch it so bad. <laughs> but I'm I want to go get Saranon and throw her in. I know. <laughs> she would love it. No, she not hates here. chaos. Goldie yep. <laughs> hates chaos. Which, yeah, probably means, means Saranon. Yeah, it's chaos. Do you think they could harness it and then make an actual hero tonic? I already tried scooping it up, but it wouldn't let me. should make an old steel gun that shoots random magic effects at people. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> chaos <laughs> gun. <laughs> Roll on the chaos. A terrestrial. It's funny, but I've made one before. For a D&D campaign. That doesn't surprise so. me one bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. I'm not going to... Kay. I've, heard, I've, I've seen the commercial once. It was for a guy named Dr. Chaos or something. I'm not sure. But he was selling... This is probably where he got it from. That's Chaos X. Uh, a little piece of alt still in every drink. <laughs> little shavings. They build their factory it's right over the very wall. expensive. Like, <laughs> mercury in it? Yeah, it's, it's mercury poisoning. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. It's just There's alt still poisoning. Alt yeah. still in the percolator. <laughs> okay. Let's, Let's head back down the road. Let's go collect the tigers. So, right. Okay, uh, so we'll go ahead and end it there tonight with you guys heading back down. Uh, it's really easy to collect the tigers. Like once once you get back down and you're ready, they look at Ezra a little oddly, but uh, that don't really like. Obviously, like they can't really tell that you're seven inches taller. Uh, you, your pants just look a little shorter. Belly's and, hanging yeah, out. It's, it's just <laughs> odd. Uh, but they but they still like follow you down. Your um, arms are just a little yeah. bit too long. Does Ezra hair have is or not Ezra? A ponytail. Victor have like. Hairy legs. What 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 he, are we looking he, at here? Oh, he's got legs. like he's got probably like a Henry Cavill type. Oh, hair so you're a, you're a walking <laughs> with blue skin just, carpet. Just with blue skin because you have blue skin. Like, right? What our type is? Yeah. That's my type. Uh, we we were talking about that at lunch. Yeah. I mean, whose type is it? That <laughs> it's everyone's type. Yeah, Everyone here. I mean, that is yeah. our type. That's just Henry humanity's Cowell sexual attraction. It's, it's Henry. <laughs> when the aliens when the aliens come down and say and say, show us what you got, we just go. We're like, we're not a problem. We've yeah. done really well. Okay, uh, yeah. So we'll go ahead and end it there tonight, um, and we'll find out like if that if the J-Wing can accept that deal moving forward next time. Thanks, everyone, for a fun, weird episode. Of it was weird. It's so, so weird. weird. <laughs> yep. um, I'm sorry we made your night weird. <laughs> sorry. Unless Just, you're um, into that. There's one thing you can welcome. take away from tonight. It's 
go smell something. You never know what it's going to be. Um, but until next time, we hope you have a wonderful evening. And uh, yeah, do all the fun stuff. Like, comment, subscribe. I ring a ding dinger the bell. Smash that dinger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This way. This way. Oh, you smash can that ring my bell. You're the thing yep. somewhere that but does the things. Whatever you decide to do, we hope you have a wonderful evening. Uh, Tales of an Area will be back in... Two weeks. Two weeks, I think. Special I don't know how what the recordings or the the posting schedule is like. I, even though I, I made the posting schedule, but wait, this uh, comes out after Halloween, doesn't it? This might be coming out after the Halloween game. I, I'm not sure, but we are having a Halloween game that we're recording next week. You'll be seeing it on the channel either in the past, in the future. Uh, who knows? Time magic. <laughs> You're seeing Goodbye. it. Goodbye. Yeah, enjoy that. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.